and welcome to episode 27 of Geekers Creepers. This is the podcast we talk about the geeky side of life and we talk about the creepy side of life. I am your host, Rob, and I'm joined by my co-host, the man who's so cool that any home he is in is automatically considered an igloo. Jose, how's it going, Jose? <laughs> hey, Robert, what's up? What's going on, man? How are you? How the heck are you? Good, good. It's been uh, finally the snow is slowly melting. I don't have a eight foot pile of snow in front of my house, so that's good. Yeah, snowmageddon's finally starting to leave. I, I was able to see my grass, my fire pit. It was <laughs> completely covered in snow, and I'm like, man, it's nice to see you again. You know? Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, like it's. I guess that's Midwest weather, you know. One day you got eight feet of snow. The next day you got, you know, a, a pool in your backyard. Yeah, you got a flood. Because mm-hmm. I was just looking at that. I was like, man, it's two weeks ago that it started snowing. Yeah. It's like, man, time flies, too. That's crazy. <clears throat> um, so anything else going on over the past week? No, nah, nothing much. Just, uh, you know, enjoying this little heat wave that we had. I think, what did we have, like 50 on Saturday and Sunday? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is great. So yeah, yeah, no, just uh, laying low. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh so over the week I uh uh well usual work and um I helped a friend move yesterday. A lot of driving. It was a it was a lot, a lot of driving. I was on the road for a total, I think about three and a half to four hours. It was crazy. Oh man. Um yeah, I've done that before too. That sucks. That's the worst. Yeah, it was a lot of driving. Uh you know, but it was cool. He's got a nice little place up in mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Then we, uh, uh, my, I, my niece had her first kid. So that was today. So now we, I am, uh, I guess, a great uncle. Call a great uncle? Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's great news. Yeah. I think it's a great uncle. Something like that. Somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and congratulations, then, Robert. Thank you. I saw the picture of the kid and I'm like, I'm like, that looks like my dad when he's angry, when you take away his remote control. <laughs> and I did like a little like uh, side by side. I'm like, yep, yep. That's, that's an angry, that's angry baby. So that's angry dad and angry. Yeah. So yeah, that's, um, um, yeah, that's pretty big. So there, uh, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, Sound that exciting was news. Much, yeah. some exciting Actually, news. I think the baby was born yesterday. <clears throat> I saw the pictures okay. today. Yeah. Yeah. It was yesterday. Yesterday. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been, um, I guess that's, not been, uh, that's just been my news for the week. But, you know, um, this isn't uh, uh, Baby Talk, the po- Baby Talk podcast. This is Geekers Creepers. So well, how we like to start out with is what have we been playing this week? Jose, I'm going to throw it your way. What have you been playing this week? You know, not a whole lot. Um, two games, actually. Only um, Rocket League. I've been doing that. You know, not that much. You know, I've kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Titanfall, you know, I'm trying to beat it. And, um, man, I'm having such a great time playing Titanfall. How long have you been playing? Are you playing the single player? Yeah, yeah, I played the campaign, and I um, I did play some multiplayer, and you know it's it's a fun uh, little community. It's not uh, obviously the game never caught on, so the community was mm-hmm. never that big, but it's still hanging around, you know. And um, I've had a lot of fun playing. Yeah, I think I played a little Titanfall this week. I got to get back to it. I've been uh, so uh, strangely, I've been playing China uh, GTA Chinatown. Is it Chinatown? China something? It was the one. Say China Warrior. No, it was not. Yeah. I I was like, wow. (laughs) Yes, I. I, I'm a sadomasochist. (laughs) Uh, 
No, it's Chinatown Wars, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, um, I believe so. The one for the uh, PS Vita? Well, it came out for originally the Nintendo DS, and then yeah. it came out for the PSP. But mm-hmm. then uh, I've got it for the it, a lot PSP games you can play on the Vita, so I got I'm playing it on the Vita. And it's oh, uh, nice. It's a mindless game, so I could just play it while I watch TV. I've been playing that. Yeah. Um, what else have I been? Titanfall. Uh, I got back. I keep going back into Hades, and mm-hmm. and I played a few uh, a few levels of that. Uh, man, I am. Uh, I, I I think I've got to resign and give away my gamer card because everybody I I see, they're like, oh yeah, I beat it on the thirtieth run. I beat it on the thirty second run. I'm hitting forty runs. You know, I'm gonna hit fifty. I'm not even close to beating it. Um, I'm just not good. Well, maybe at that it's game. just maybe, yeah. I mean, it happens. That happened yeah. with uh, with Fortnite. You know, I tried playing. I mean, you would think it's like a a, a third person shooter, right? Kind of yeah. like other games, you know. And I played it. and I'm just like, you know, sometimes a game's just not for you. You know, even though yeah. you seem to enjoy Hades, you know, I mean, you're still playing it. Yeah, you know, I gave up on Fortnite. I wouldn't say right away, but I just, I just knew right away. I was like, this is not my kind of game. I'm trying to think what else I've been. Uh... This one is, uh, I'm surprised I've gone back to this and I'm thinking I might stream it for fun is dreams. Like I didn't like it at first Ooh. and I'm, I'm still not a huge fan, but like I'm more and more like getting to appreciate it. There's so many different, uh, things people have done that it's just like, it's really cool to kind of see, you know, what somebody's created. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Some of them are really bad, but still look at the end of the day, even when they're bad, somebody put time and effort into it. And mm-hmm. you're just like, that's kind of cool. You know, it's like a little bit of a, of you that you put into a video game. Um, and and uh, you know what? I want to take that back. I don't want to say they're really bad. They're just not as good as some of the other ones. They're not polished. Yes. Because even with that, like if, if somebody put hours into making something, man, more power to you. You've done much more than I have. And this is your creation. This is your work of art. I can't call it bad. You know, it, it's uh you know, unless somebody really wants to be offensive, then yeah, then I'm like, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. But most of them, it's just like, I saw some people do music videos. I had one guy, like he did his own, uh, he, he did his own rap and, uh, and he did a little music video to it, uh, which I'm just like, all right, this is kind of cool. And there's a lot of music videos that people do. So oh. yeah. Was, oh, guess what? What? I just bought it. Did you really? Nice. Yep. I just I just bought it a couple hours ago. Um, I saw that the PlayStation um, has it on sale mm-hmm. for ten dollars, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick it up. Cool. You gotta tell me what you think. Um, you know, one you have to check out is uh, about mm-hmm. check out the Seinfeld Chronicles. It's a it's oh. a it, it's a horror game based on Seinfeld, and it is oh my goodness weird and creepy. It is really creepy, man. Um, I will. I will check it out. Yeah. I'm going to check it out today, actually. And it, it's just, it's so okay. stupid, but uh, like, and again, it's its not very polished, but it is creepy. Um, I'm trying to think what else I was playing this week. Uh, I'm going to try and make a, a game. If you do, tell me, dreams. you know, we'll, um, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll do a shout out on, uh, on Geekers Creepers. Check out Jose's, uh, Jose's game. I have. <laughs> I have two ideas. I want to do a, um, a sh- uh, old school shooter, like a vertical shooter or a horizontal shooter, one or the other, and uh, a beat em up. Oh. Now, yeah, 
hmm. as far as shooters, they're good. There's a few of them, and some of them are pretty decent, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured. I was like, you know what? You should be able to make a pretty good uh, a shooter with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. Yeah, uh, like I said, tell me if, you know what you think about it, because um, I'm starting. Like I said, I'm starting to appreciate it more and more. You start to find a few uh, a few pretty decent games that, um, like I said, even though they're not polished, they do get somewhat addicting. Like there are a few that, you, uh, like the one was a um, a dungeon crawler, but uh, it it, uh, it was a random. Each dungeon was random, which is really cool. So yeah, I would say um, uh, definitely one to check out. Yeah, I can't wait to t- uh, uh, check out uh, Seinfeld Chronicles. I love Seinfeld, too. It's, it's such a great show. It does do some shout-outs to the show, so that you'll like that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. A lot. Like, it's it's a lot of, like, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Easter eggs on the show. So, um, But then it's got a really weird twist. Um, I d- you know, I got, a, I got a lucky break tomorrow because I don't start work till 9. Okay. So I could sleep in. So um, I wanna, I'm going to try – I'm going to check that out, and I'm also going to try out that um, – there's a, a, a VR game in Dreams that I was talking about that was kind of like a Tron. It looked like Tron Legacy, the, you know, the way you get on those bikes mm-hmm. from Tron. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, they were raving about it on a, a PlayStation uh, Without Parole. And I'm like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a whirl. I'll have to check that out. There are uh, The one cool thing is there are a lot of VR games. Um, again, the one thing that, that Dreams, the way it's set up is I, the – a lot of the art, some of the art is it's very paintbrushy, so it looks like it was it looks like it was painted with a paintbrush. So in yeah. VR, it kind of it comes out as more fuzzy. You know, it, it's more fuzzy than anything else. Um, so there are hit and misses. There is one that's a VR that I'm going to try out, but it's really it's really creepy. It's all in like black and white, and it's Resident it's the Resident Evil Three, the Nemesis chasing after you. Oh wow. And I played it without VR, and it was art. It was creepy, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if, what you know what it's gonna be like in VR. But yeah, we'll talk about this next week. And there has been something else I've been playing, and I absolutely forgot. And it's not Dead by Daylight because that's always a given. But yeah. there is something else that I picked up. Uh, huh. Is it modern oh! for the Switch? <laughs> no, it's uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. So you got back into it. Yes, because they released the um, uh, Mario update. Oh, right, right. You were talking about that last week. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding, Jose. I'm actually now really, I I don't <laughs> I don't like Animal Crossing, but I see what the addiction is specifically because I want to collect all the Mario stuff. Yeah, like I'm buying everything, and it's specifically because I want like the whole like everything. They've got the whole Mario thing, and I'm just like yeah. I'm going crazy just doing you know on the train ride over. I was just like playing nonstop. So, yeah, I think that's going to be my next um, my next addiction until uh, until I get everything Mario. Yeah, well, nothing wrong with that. So, with that's a great character. Yes, he is. Um, it's a me, a Mario. Have you seen my brother? <laughs> um, so, with you can that, play se- me on the train. <laughs> collect me. Um, that said, we are going to talk about the news of the week. So the first part, the news of the week, is something that Jose and I we both uh, watched. It was, I believe, was it 
last Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Yes. And it was the Sony State of Play. So the Sony State of Play is the <clears throat> up and coming games of um, not all of them, but some of them up and coming games for the Sony PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Five. Now, had uh, had I known before what type of uh, uh, what type of state of play this would have been, I wouldn't have made such a dumb prediction to say that Spider-Man Two was going to be predicted. It turns out that they originally stated it was going to be more like an independent um, showing, and I believe you said God of War through. You said the new God of War, right, Jose? I said Horizon Zero Dawn, the new one, and That's right. uh, um, the God of War also. Yeah, and we were both absolutely, absolutely wrong. No, we were dead wrong. <laughs> yes, not even close. Yeah. Um, so let, I want to go over some of the uh, uh, the well overall. Let me start out with you, Jose. What did you think mm-hmm. of it overall? I have mixed feelings. I have. I'm going to give it a solid five. A solid of, five out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. Okay. So the reason is go ahead. the reason I'm giving it a five out of ten is because. It was just average, you know. It was a state of play. I was excited about that, you know. I was definitely excited about it. I'm like, man, something new, you know. We haven't had a state of play in a long time, so any anytime, you know, either Nintendo comes out with their directs or, um, you know, the state of play comes out, you know, I, I get genuinely excited and then I get disappointed. And uh, the reason I got mainly disappointed was because a lot of the games they showed were um, multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. Games that you could buy on Xbox or on the Switch, games that you could buy on the PS4, and I, I was kind of like, ah, if you're gonna, you know, you're ta- you're you're taking forty minutes of my time um, to show me multiplat games, you know, I was kind of like, ah, I was not too thrilled about that. Okay, that was that to me was a bummer. Um, I guess I'm kind of right now expecting there to be multi-platform games because, look, was it at the end of the day? PlayStation 4 is one of the top-selling consoles of all time. And there is no way that PlayStation is going to say, well, let's just make it for PlayStation 5. Because right now, not everybody has a PlayStation 5. There there aren't those many out in the wild. You know, you're going to want to sell into PlayStation 4 because that's where your money is going to be coming in right now. Now, eventually, it'll slowly, uh, you know, they'll slowly just kind of uh, get rid of making PlayStation 4 games. But for right now, I don't see that. Not not for the foreseeable future. I'm thinking for the next year, year and a half, you're going to see these all on PlayStation 4 also. Yeah, and th- I don't have a problem with that either. You know, it's just, um, like I said, the games that they focused on, I don't know, you know, granted they're multiplayer, they're multiplayer that you get on Xbox and Switch. Okay, fine. But there are a lot of games that we've seen already. That was another thing that annoyed me. Like yeah. um, the first game, what was it, Crash Bandicoot? All right, well, let's oh, start talking about... Let's start talking about the games then. Right, Let's, go, ahead, okay. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> Crash Bandicoot. What were you gonna say? Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. I was like, uh, I was like, all right, but who cares? You know, I was like, it's an old game. It's out already. You know, I was like, you know, it's gonna have, you know, the PlayStation Five backwards compatible. I'm like, if I was to ha- have a PlayStation Five, I would not be running to the store to get Crash Bandicoot. In my opinion, I just spent five hundred dollars on that. I'm I'm not gonna be thrilled about a Crash Bandicoot coming um, version coming out. I, I agree with you. I think starting out with Crash was kind of a. I think you know when you do these, you want to start big, you know, and maybe in the middle yeah. do the Crash and then end big. I think they ended big, but they you know, did. Did. You know to start to start out with uh, with Crash, it was you know you want to set the tone, and I agree that was not the tone you wanted to set. Crash was kind of like, oh. 
you know, and not even as eh, it's just kind of like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I really right, don't. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, we're starting off with Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, okay. here, Zodi, Odi, up we can go from here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Can't get any worse. Spiral. Um. <laughs> Spiral's neck, the remix. Or uh, what's the other one that always comes out? Rayman Legends again. <laughs> Yeah, but right, right. It didn't start off on a good foot. So I was like, okay. So since we're what there, did you think? Um, overall, I would say when I first saw it, I was like, I was really disappointed. I at first, but again, I saw it on I was I was at work and I kinda had it in the background trying to hide it. And um and there wasn't any sound. So and it was also I was streaming as it was going and it what didn't look very good. So I, I was like, I sent you a text, I'm like, this is not good at all. And I gave it like a I would have said mm-hmm. like a three. But I, when I got home, I rewatched it with high definition on my on my TV, and I saw some of these things. Like, man, these are really cool. And I gave it. I would say I would give it like a seven out of ten. Again, I, okay. I didn't think it was the best. Okay. It was better than the Nintendo one. Um, but there yeah. are games that I saw that I'm like, I actually kind of want to play those. So let's start out with the. I think the first game after Crash Bandicoot was Returnal, right? Returnal, the, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that PlayStation one, Five game when you see it looks cool it doesn't look like it's doing anything new you know but it does look like you know like oh these are uh uh the graphics are really cool it looks like it's uh it it, if i feel this might be uh sony's answer to what is that gears of war okay you know mixed with a little of uh you know i mean just something you know with storytelling yeah and so that was kind of cool. Now, again, I don't see this doing anything super crazy, uh, you know, revolutionizing anything. But now that I saw the gameplay and I saw it, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I, I, yeah, yeah. Th- this has potential. All right. Now, we did talk about Crash. Let me see. There was also uh, Oddworld, Soulstorm. And I've got... That game I, looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it looked okay. Yeah. And what well, the other nice thing is it's going to be free. I mm-hmm. think this comes out uh, as a free game in April. In April, yeah. And uh, on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. And I've played some of the old Odd Worlds. I've never really gotten into them, but it did look good. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was like, okay, I could see this. Uh, I could see this being a game that some people say like, okay, I, I really want to play this one. Again, I, I, will, I will give this a shot when it comes out for free. And I, like I said, I do own a good amount of Odd World games. I just... I, I I just don't play it. Jeez, I guess I should. Yeah. No, no. Um, you know, when I saw it, I was kind of like, I thought it looked great. I was like, all right, it looks great. But at the same time, like, here we go again. It's a game that you can get on the Switch, you know, on the Xbox, um, probably on all of them. And um, I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna wait and see if it it um, shows up on um, on Games Pass, and I'll mm-hmm. and I'll give it a whirl. And then you know they announced it's gonna be free next month. Anyway, so I'm like, hey, even better. I'll, you know, I'll just download it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this is a game kind of like a knockout. Is it knockout league? The uh, the one where it's it's the car driving game. That's, Rocket League. No, it's it, the it, new it, one. It, it's the new one. It came out. It's for free on um on PS Plus for PS Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's one of those I games forgot that, what it's called. I downloaded it, even though I don't have PS Five. You know, I just I went online and downloaded it. Um. But it's one of those games I probably wouldn't buy. But if it's free, I'll when I get my PS5, at least I'll have that ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll give that a shot. The other one, um, which strangely enough, I, 
I didn't think I was going like, to be into it, but I, I kind of want to play it now. Is that uh, dodgeball game? Uh, it's, I think it's called Knockout City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you can also, I was going to send them, an, you could send uh, sign up to uh, test the beta. And I just haven't had the time to send an email, but I was really tempted to do that because you could, you could sign up and test that. Yeah, that, I thought that looked pretty okay. Yeah, nothing mind blowing, but you know, but it looks fun. It looks like a fun, yeah. just like it's a little bit different. It's dodgeball, and when I think dodgeball, I think of the old school Nintendo game. Remember Super Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. You know, and from Data East, or you're talking about the Super Nintendo one, or which? One? No, I'm talking the original Nintendo. The original? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was a Data East game. The one where they had the characters that looked like the ones from River City Ransom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have, uh, we also had Sifu. Do you remember that one? That's the one where the, um, uh, like, it was like a fighting Kung Fu game and the guy keeps getting older and older and older. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had like a, like a anime, like a comic book style to it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know really what that game's about. The fighting looked cool, but I'm just like, they didn't give enough information in mm-hmm. my opinion. What did you think of that? That's a games, that's a games pass game. <laughs> That's a game's pass game. Yeah. Um, and so then there was Hyper Light Drifter developer. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading this off of IGN. There's Solar Ash. That's the one where the person was skating around. Solar Ash? I don't remember that one. Is that uh, also like an animated one? Sort it, was, of? it was animated. And the person was kind of, uh, it looked like they were skating around on rollerblades. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I wasn't impressed at all. I've heard people say that it looks really cool and that, you know, it looks fluid. That Mm -hmm. one, I was just not impressed. I'm like, I don't know what the big deal is with this. It looks, that one looked, I don't even want to say that looked like PS4 generation. I'm like, that looked like the PS3, you know, kind of like, you know, you remember Journey? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember the game you're talking about now. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, ah, here we go with that style of art, you know, Mm -hmm. that art style. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe it might be able to be done right, but with this one, it just looked like it was a PS3 era game. Hmm? I didn't see what the yeah, big hype was. It, it reminded me, there's another game that I have that's sort of like that. Oh, I can't think of it. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue, but um, I had downloaded it. It's uh, They had it, it started off on the PS Vita and then they made part two for the um, for the PS4. I can't remember oh, the name of it. I know what you're talking about. It's the one where the girl that's a cat. Yes, yes, yes. That's the one. Gravity Fall? Gravity, yeah, something like that. Gravity something. But yeah, yeah. it kind of reminded me of that. Gravity know, Rush. Uh, Gravity Rush. Gravity mm-hmm. Rush 2, yeah. Yeah. Did you not like that game? No, I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was a, it was a good game. I don't know why a lot of people like didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like finish it or anything, but I enjoyed from what I played it. I've been actually wanting to buy it for the Vita, but it's really expensive. So I'm just, mm-hmm. if I ever find it cheap, I'm going to pick that one up. Um. Yeah. Then we had the Five Night at Freddy's uh, security breach. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not a big Five Night at Freddy's fan, but I'll be honest. I kind of want to check it out. I'm not going to lie. If, it, if it's yeah, cheap enough, I'll check that out. I didn't realize there were so many uh, Five Night at Freddy kind of games. You know, I'm like, man, this must be pretty big, but I don't know anyone who plays them. Dude, it's it's, it's all the kids. It's like um, uh, all the kids are just big fans of Five Night at Freddy's. I was so... Even though I'm into video games, I never really knew what Five Nights at Freddy's was. Um, but yeah, there was this me- Mexican restaurant I went to, and all along the walls were these kid photos of these creepy, 
they were done by the by the owner's kids of all these creepy like looking dolls and i kept thinking like what is going on this is like some weird like why are you putting these creepy pictures all over the place turns out the kid was really into five (laughs) night at freddy's and i didn't realize it until like you know a year later but even that i'm like like you are you know you know, have your kid paint like a son, you know, maybe like a, like a happy person, but it was just really demented pictures. But hey, you know what? His He's proud that his kid draws Five Nights at Freddy's, but it was all over this Mexican restaurant. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Trust me, it was very weird. I'll say. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting there eating my chips and salsa while this bear was looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ambiance. Um, <laughs> it did. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking. You ever go to the Mexican restaurant where they got the um, uh, they got the uh, uh, there's always that picture of the um, uh, the warrior that's holding on to the uh, oh yeah to the girl at, the at, yeah, yeah on top of the um, uh, on top of the temple <laughs> yeah <laughs> this guy draws a big picture of like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> You're yeah. walking like, wait a minute, is this a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> I'm like, where am I? Am I showing? Am I showing yeah. pizza? <laughs> yeah. um, like, what is this? Uh, so yeah, but then there was the other uh, trailer with Death Loop. Um, man, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, Jose, I'm I'm getting tired of this game. Like, like they keep posting over and over again. I really mm. don't know what it's about. And like, mm-hmm. when if first couple of times I saw, I'm like, that looks kind of cool. I want, really want to check it out. I'm honestly just getting, you know, I'm just getting tired. I just like either release the game, uh, you know, it's yeah. like they're building so much hype, you know, and you know what happened recently, what's been happening with all these games where they build so much hype. They end up just, you know, yep. falling flat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Once they show Deathloop, I, I zoned out at that point. I'm like, I don't yeah. care about this game. I've seen it already. Like, whatever. And I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm, on, I'm with you on this. Like, I don't know what it's about. And they're not really explaining it, you know. Yeah. All the all the trailers, you know, they're very polished. They look really cool, but you know, it, it's it's style over substance. Put something out. Put out the game. Put out gameplay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's um, you know, they just keep showing the the cinemas of it, and, mm-hmm. and I really don't care. I'm like, whatever. I, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy it or nothing. I really don't care no more. And it sucks because I was excited about this game when it first came out because we talked about it before. And yeah. and look, we are 27 episodes in. This is about half a year ago. I want to say it was like episode one or two where we talked about this. And mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to uh, suck. I, I, you know what I'll say? I got a feeling that's what's yeah. going to happen. I got a feeling yeah. maybe it's not going to be bad, but it's not going to be. All right. So I'm putting, uh, I don't want to put a bet down, but I am going to say that this is one of those games that when it comes out, a lot of the reviewers are going to say, oh, man, this is a really good game, and it's going to get a lot of hype. But then when people mm-hmm. go back and look at it like a year down the line, they're going to say, like, oh, yeah, we kind of overhyped it. It was it was the game of the moment when it really wasn't that great. Yeah. You know, because that happens to, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. No, it's one of those games where you get caught up, caught up in a moment, and then you go back, and you're like, man, this game sucks. You yeah. Know, or you don't – or you. Or it's one of those where you, it's a great game, but you're never going to play it again. Yeah. I, I think that it's going to fall in one of those where it's going to get too much hype. And, and then that's going to be it. Or it's just going to fall flat on its face because 
if they're not willing enough to kind of tell you what the game is about right now or how it plays, and we've heard about this game for the last year and a half, two years now, then, you know, that's like, uh, in my opinion, that's that's a red flag. But I could be wrong. I could be yeah. wrong. All right. Now I, I want... No, I think you're in a you're in the same. I think you're on the right path with mm-hmm. that. I think it's just going to be a, a letdown. I hope not, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, ho- you know, you always wish these games, you know, the best. You know, they're yeah. developers that do these put a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see on that one. And then there's two more games. Both of these games. Uh, one of them is Kena Bridge of Spirits. Jose, yeah. th- in my opinion, this was my game of the show. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty good also. Like, this looked totally cool. And the premise that you're helping people cross over to the other side, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. like, like, it looks like, you know, the Bridge of Spirits. You know, in essence, this is our creepy, you know, these are our creepy topics, you know, but it's done in, like, it looked beautiful. Uh, it did. It just, it, this game, it looked like a cross between, uh, uh, what is that game, the one you like a lot, the, the one? Um, Wind Waker? No, Forbidden oh, West. Um, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, like Horizon Zero Dawn meets like some type of anime style. Yeah, which it wasn't like cheap anime. It looked really good. It did. It, 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 that one looks real good. Now, you know, I was talking about earlier how some some games are just using the same like style of art mm-hmm. or whatever. This is very like um, Pixar looking. Yeah, but it looks good. This game looks epic. Yeah. It does look really good. It also looks like it's Sony's answer to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, which is nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Because um, I did that with, um, at the time, back in PlayStation 2, um, the PlayStation 2 didn't have a Zelda type of game. So they came up, uh, they got Okami Mm -hmm. from Capcom, which was like a Zelda game, you know, it was a great game. And I love that game. And um, if this is anything like that as well, like a Zelda clone or, you know, PlayStation's version of Zelda, then hey, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this one. If I get this is one of those games that I don't know if I'm gonna buy the day of, but if it goes on sale for a little bit, maybe I'll wait a couple, you know. First I want to see what the reviews are, but this will be one that I think I'll buy pretty early on. And then finally, in my opinion, and it wasn't because of the what they, you know, what they talked about this game, but the fact yeah. that how they ended this and um it was a Final Fantasy VII. Uh, they came out with the, it's called Intergrade, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which is a very stupid uh, title. But let, let me ask this. Have you played Final Fantasy VII, Jose? The original? No, I have not. No. All right. So the character the, in the reveal, because um, I guess this is DLC. Uh, she's actually a character, a DLC character in the, not DLC, I'm sorry. She's actually a hidden character in the original game. Oh. So, and it's weird that they, you find her like later on in the game. So it wouldn't fit in um, where they're putting her here. But I guess they've, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII yet, but I guess I've heard they've done, you know, some liberties with the original story. So that's the DLC for her. The The cool thing is though, is... In a few days, we get Final yes. Fantasy VII for free with PS ooh, Plus. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, me too, man. I'm really I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah me too. I, yeah. I really am. I saw that. I'm just like, you know, you know, yeah, that smile across my face. I'm like, yes. Because yeah. I, I, I was going to buy it, but it was still too so expensive. Was <laughs> oh, I was going to buy it too. Because when I saw the trailer for it, 
it. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. I was like, and then when I heard it was going to be free, I was like, even better. <laughs> I think it, it, yeah, that was like definitely one of the highlights. And I'm like, that is totally cool. You know, everybody's going to be able to play it. Now, if you if you got the PS4 version, it's not going to be. Oh, the other part is if you if you buy the PS4 version, uh, when you get the PS5, it upgrades. But it will not if you have the free version. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, I could I mean, live with that. It, it, it makes sense. Like, hey, man, you can't don't 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 ask. You know, you're, you're given an inch. Don't ask for a foot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I was I was so hyped about that because um I, th- I when I saw the trailer for um the new Final Fantasy, I was like, all right, it ended on a big note, on mm-hmm. a big bang, in my opinion, right. And I was hyped, and I, like I said, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go pick it up. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> do the world because I've, I've been thinking about it, and I had heard it was a little bit. Um, the remake is not as RPG as um, I guess the original was, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I want to give it a whirl, and I'm gonna go pick it up. And like I said, I, when I heard it was gonna be free, I was like, so we'll be able to download it in about two days. Yep. Yep. I'm definitely. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna play it right away, but I'm gonna put it because I still got. Anthem to not Anthem. Uh, that's, that's our next topic. I've got Titanfall two to to work on. All yeah, right, I'm gonna try and wrap up uh, Titanfall before I, I probably only have like a little bit left to go. So once I beat that, I'll be I'll be pretty happy and um, jump on to um, Final Fantasy. Cool. So we'll. Oh, by the way, we're gonna be doing our Titanfall two review, if not next week, the week after. Yeah. All right. So the next topic for today is is Anthem. No, no, not is. <laughs> Anthem is dead. All right. It's so it's dead. Anthem is a video game that came out uh what is it now? A couple of years ago, two years ago. Yeah. A Bioware video game that was supposed to be the next big thing. It was an you, you know, you kind of you were Iron Man in this fantasy mm-hmm. world. Uh and it was a lot of hype for it. And they were going to it was already, you know, it didn't come out to good reviews and it was dying out and they were going to change things up and it died. So let me read. This is from, of all places, USA Today. And here's the article. It says, Bioware's Anthem revamp canceled. Game developer, game development is hard, says executive producer. The creators of Anthem have shut down a revamped version of the online sci-fi video game. Game maker Bioware said Wednesday it has stopped developing an overhauled version by many, by version known by many as Anthem Next. While we continue to make progress against all our game project at Bioware, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact, Christian Daly said in a blog post updating Anthem status. The studio will continue to run the current live service for Anthem, Daly said. The decision to curb the revamp of Anthem comes after its creator spent last year discussing the game's redesign. However, published reports earlier this month said the fate of the troubled game rested in the hands of its publisher, Electronic Arts. Anticipation was high for Anthem, a futuristic multiplayer fighting game that let users climb into exosuits when it premiered at the E3 video gaming convention in 2018. But the title reportedly suffered from major issues ranging from connectivity, glitches, to structural issues almost immediately after its launch three years ago. At the time, Bioware General Manager Casey Hudson took the reins to reboot the game but EA announced that Hudson and another executive left the company in 2020. Daily then took over Anthem's revamp. In Wednesday's post, Daily's canceling the overhaul is disappointing not only to fans of the game, but also his development team and himself. 
He said the past two years working on the title have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experience of his career. Game development is hard. Decisions like these are not easy, Daly said. Moving forward, we need to laser focus our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. So, Jose, uh, I'm going to throw it your way first. Uh, any comments on this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame, you know. It's a shame because it's definitely a game that when I first saw it, I was really hyped about. It kind of reminded me like a little bit of a Titanfall, sort of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just sadly, it just it didn't live up to the hype because, you know, like I said, it just looked epic, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to state one thing. Um mm. Uh, who was it that that was uh, talking here? It was uh, Daily Christian Daily, uh, Bioware executive producer Christian Daily. He's the one that said all this stuff. Um, look, I don't want to. I don't. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, this is gonna I'm a bit controversial, but Christian Daily, stop with the BS. All right, it this game was not as popular or as good as people wanted it to be. So they stopped it, not because of COVID and all this. They stopped because it wasn't making money. It was not making money, Jose. That's why they stopped it. And I hate mm-hmm. the fact that everything is COVID now. Like if they says, while we continue to make progress against all our games, projects at Bioware, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact on our productivity and not everything we had planned to steal before COVID-19 can be accomplished. Are you serious? Every time, like... Jose, recently it's been one after another after another. When something fails, mm-hmm. you know, it's like COVID. You know, oh, if it wasn't for COVID, COVID, you know, these guys I, yeah. were able to work from home. And it, it might not be the same, but I think a lot of the choices here were this was not making the money we were expecting. And and be honest with that, because it wasn't. We all know it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. They were expecting that this was going to be, uh, they were going to sell, uh, what do they call them, loot boxes. They were going to make money with... Um, add-ons and all these dlc microtransactions yes microtransactions and it didn't and it stopped blaming covid it's getting to the point where everybody's just blaming covid for everything you know somebody hits you with their car as you cross the street sorry dude it was covid you know no at some point you gotta like take responsibility and state that not responsibly but just be honest this was more than just covid it was the fact that it was not making the money we were expecting and because if it if it was, uh, Jose, if it was making the money, trust me, COVID would not have done jack to stop them. No. They would have been microtransactions, no. push, push, push on this, you know, but it didn't. So let's, let's be honest. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. My no, words. no, <laughs> no, not, not at all. I mean, it's, you know, it's just sad. Like I said, it, um, it just looked like it was going to have so much potential. Like it, re- it reminded me a lot of Titanfall and, I played Titanfall, the first one, when it, uh, on my crummy 360, you know, and I thought you know, I had a lot of fun playing that. So I was kind of excited. I was just like, you know, this is a, um, a next-gen um, Titanfall, you know, where you could get in mechs mm-hmm. and fly around. And, you know, sadly, like you said, it just sucked. You know, it was too buggy and had all kind of issues. And um, the microtransactions obviously killed it, you know. That's almost like a kiss of death in games nowadays, yeah. especially with electronic arts. You know, when they come up, the same thing happened with um, Star Wars. You know, they, I, I guess Disney got a, 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 um, um, got notified about that. They probably had a talk with EA, like, "Hey, man, this is Star Wars. You know, you're, you're not going to destroy it. 
you know, with this franchise. So you got to cut with the uh, microtransactions and they did, you know, but you know, with um, Anthem, you know, they, they didn't have that kind of a backup sadly. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Cause yeah. it looked like it had so much potential. Yeah. I guess, like I said, the, the one thing that gets on my nerves is the fact that, you know, people are not oblivious to the fact that this was done because it wasn't bringing in the money. And let's yeah. stop, you know, let's stop making excuses and saying it's because of this, because of that. Um, you know, it, it's because of the elections or, you know, yeah, COVID. I mean, and, yeah. I mean at, at what point, you know, just, just state that it wasn't bringing in money. We, you know, it's, and, you know, it wasn't a good game. It wasn't bringing in money. And we had to, you know, redirect it to something else. And mm-hmm. I just, I, again, it's not so much, it, or, or at least make another excuse because, again, everything is being pushed on this whole COVID thing. And I, I just, what, and again, now this is my own personal thing. There are serious issues that are serious programs. And I'm not even talking about gaming. I'm talking about just in general, things that have, that have generally been affected by COVID. Education has been affected by COVID. Um, jobs. Jobs have been affected by people COVID. Are, yeah, people are losing so, their homes and exactly. you know, struggling. People that can't work from home you know, are affected right. by COVID. There are people that in the, in the restaurant industry that, you know, you can't do that from home and they had to cut the staff down. Those were affected by COVID. Those were legitimately affected by COVID. A lot of the software industries, you can't, a lot of them can work from home, not in the same way, but they could still work from home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you have somebody that works at, uh, you know, at the local, at the local restaurant here, who, you know, they had a staff of 30, but now they cut it down to a staff of five because they can't, you know, those people are, are you know, they can't work from home. That is affected by COVID. And yeah. I just like, it gets, you know, and I understand, yes, there may have been that casual, there may have been that, you know, somewhat damage to the, to, you know, they may have been hurt somewhat, but it's yeah, not to Maybe the a couple of their developers got COVID and couldn't work or something. All right, or, we understand that. Or, you know, getting stuff, you know, working from home might be a little difficult. Um, but again, at the same time, to, to make that excuse as to why this game couldn't succeed, if they were bringing in a ton of money, it would have been, trust me, this COVID would have worked around it. Yeah, they would have worked around it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It just, again, it just aggravates me when people make excuses when there are actual industries that have been legitimately hurt by this, you know? Yeah, but that's just my own spiel. You know, I, I'll I'll leave it at that. I just I read that I, it kind of got me a little mm. heated, specifically because I'll be honest, Jose, I was affected by COVID. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, me too. I couldn't I couldn't go to work. My job, my job meant me going to a certain place, and I had to stay for. You know, I couldn't work from home. You know, barely because you know the <laughs> the courts were closed. I couldn't do anything. I kind of had to mm. see, you know, what would happen. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. too. You know, your job means that you have to go in there. You know, the thing is, we were lucky that we were, you know, financially stable enough that it didn't hurt us that bad. But, you yeah. know, that's not that's not what happened with a lot of different people, you know. Right, right. Yeah. What did you what did you think of Anthem when you first saw it? I didn't. I, I, I wasn't. I really didn't care for it. I'm not a big Iron Man person. Really? Yeah. I thought it looked nice. It looked really cool. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, oh, that it looks like a very pretty game, but. It just, it, it, it wasn't a game I really wanted to play, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. It kind of reminded me like a, like a Call of Duty, like a bro shooter. Yeah. Where yeah. it's more aimed at that. So I wasn't really, it, 
I, I, two. Wasn't I, I was impressed by the way it looked, but it it wasn't a game I really wanted to play. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. All right, bro, shooter. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But all right. Well, with that said, I'm done with my rant, and I do apologize if somebody, if people, you know, uh, want to argue, you know, with me about that, feel free. Like I would, yeah, everybody's <laughs> opinion, you know, you know, throw it out there because maybe I don't know, you know. Again, I know people who are in the. Uh, uh, like it and you know work from home and they're doing fine they're actually working from home and doing you know doing fairly well it took a little work to you know get everything up and going but they are working from home so maybe i don't know exactly maybe there's stuff i don't know regarding you know uh develop you know software development that maybe anthem was hurt by it so if you know anything differently feel free to write in and call me a moron you know that that's fine because trust me i do say stupid things okay so with that said uh we'll be right back ho 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 say cops and we are back with everybody's favorite segment we do apologize about last week last week was a mistake but this week no we are back with everyone's favorite segment this is Jose's Council Watch. This is a segment where Jose, the man with the master plan, will tell you about the next generation of console gaming. He's going to tell you about the PS5. He's going to tell you about the Xbox Series X. You know what? He might even talk some PC. But it's all because he knows about the next generation. He owns him. Or he'll tell you how he owned him. He'll tell you how he had to fight tooth and nail to get these systems. He's going to tell you about these new games. It is all within that beautiful mind of Jose, where he's going to tell you about the next generation of gaming. Jose, we come to you every week. There are people all over the U.S. that write in and ask, I want to know more about the next generation of console gaming. They want to know from you, Jose. You got to tell us, brother, what is going on with the next generation of console gaming? I am the man, the myth the legend of console watch but i have no console ho 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 say console watch and we come back to a regular scheduled program i have some news what's the news jose i just heard it's going to be even more difficult to get a ps5 Really? Why? Not only is it difficult enough already, but now I heard it's going to be almost impossible to get a PS5. Why is that? They were saying that some Chinese guys were able to like hack the PS5s and somehow they're using the PS5 to mine cryptos. Are you serious? Yeah. Huh. So they were like, you know, now people are going to want to buy them and make money off of them. Maybe that's what we should do. Stop, stop our geekers creepers and turn it into um, uh, miners creepers. Yeah, miners creepers. <laughs> Crypt, crypto snipto. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was like, oh wow, that's like, great. I was like, well, I guess I'll never get a PS Five now. Well, speaking of last week's uh, podcast, I think uh, we brought up the fact that uh, about these Pokemon cards with Happy Meals. You actually went oh, yeah. this week, right? I did. Yes, I went yesterday. Can you give us Sold an update? Out. Sold out. Yeah. That is crazy. So I, w- I went and I was like, you know, I, I got my meal. 
Um, I got, what did I get? I got the new crispy chicken sandwich spicy, which is pretty good. I got to admit it's really Is it really good? good? Okay. It's really good. Yeah. I got the spicy one. Um, and I was, but since it was new, I was like, you know, I don't know if it's going to fill me up. So I got a McDouble to go along with it and some fries. And I pulled up and I remembered, I was like, oh, the Pokemon Happy Meals. So I, so as the girl was giving me my food, I was like, hey, do you guys still have any Pokemon um, Happy Meals? And she was like, sold out. She was like, you could try tomorrow. The truck comes tomorrow. And I was like, wow. So did she give you any details yeah. about it, about how it sold out? I mean, I know it's kind of weird because it's not like you strike yeah. up a conversation with the person at <laughs> the drive through, but. No, no, it was nothing like it. it was just like a brief like, oh, hey, do you have do you still have the uh, Pokemon Happy Meal? And she was like, no, we don't have any. You know, we're sold out of them. She was like, but you could try tomorrow because our truck comes in tomorrow. That is like, crazy. Oh, right. So I'm telling you, like, I mean, people are buying these cards because, you know, they're making money off of it. You know, these these Happy Meals are meant for kids and you got grown adults, you know, buying these left and right. Um, yeah. So the promotion runs through the eighth. So I have until the eighth to try and get. I should have went today, but yeah, call me call me crazy. But when I was a kid, I don't remember. Not call me crazy, just call me Rob. But um, when I was a kid, I don't remember. Like there was like some type of toy in a Happy Meal that adults were going nuts over and picking them up. I remember one, but it wasn't when I was a kid. I was already an adult, and it was the Beanie Babies. Yeah, I do remember the Beanie Babies, yes, but I was an adult too at the time. Frenzy, yeah, and those were also no, as a kid. A bunch of, yeah, I don't remember anything as a kid um, as far as, like, adults lining up to, like, buy them and scoop them up. But that was before um, – well, I don't know, because when did the Beanie Baby uh, frenzy come out? Do you remember? Was Beanie it Baby. still in the 90s? No, I want, I want to say it was late 90s, if anything. It might have been, like, 98, 99, yeah. Mm. You know, I, I hate to be, like uh, – because this is going to make fun of us, but I think, like, our parents, like, in, in a way, we're kind of like uh, – God, I hate to say this – we're like man children. I mean, look, we're talking about video games on a podcast, um, you know, and you've got these people that just like, I can't see my dad going like, Oh, I, I got to pick up these, um, uh, I got to pick up these He-Man figures and these happy meals, you know, they're going to make me money. No, he was too worried about coming back from work, you know, working overtime and doing that. Yeah. Um, so I think like just the mentality of some people, you know, some people is just like, well, and it's also the fact that everyone thinks they're going to make big money off of it. And some of them do. Yeah. I mean, these cards are selling for a lot of money. But Yeah, I went on eBay and I saw, I was like, woof. I was kind of blown away by, mm-hmm. you know. The, I mean, the, I have a buddy of mine. He actually sold his Pokemon not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, why are you selling them now? I mean, he's granted, he's had them for like, you know, 20 years because he was getting them when he was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, are you crazy? I was like, you can hold off and in like another 10 years when you really need money i was like you know you should, in in theory they'd be a lot older which would be worth more yeah. but yeah i mean it's a it's a big thing you know yeah i think like, like some of those things like you have to think like think of like retirement like if you really get stuck somewhere bad then sell yeah. it you know i mean right. you don't want to sell stuff and then and then you know you're just like oh well i sold it because i needed the money now and not because i mm-hmm. actually need the money later you know? Yeah, but yeah, it's insane. Um, I mean, you wouldn't think like Pokemon cards at a McDonald's would be going for like thousands of dollars or five hundred dollars or something. You know, whatever it is. Exactly. You know, no, I yeah. It's it's crazy, but yeah. I don't know if they had He Man Happy Meal. You know what? I'd be there too, trying to get um, <laughs> Adam and uh, He Man and Battle Cat. I wouldn't sell them, but I would definitely want them. 
push the, <laughs> push the kids out of the way. <laughs> right, that's why I have the power. <laughs> to I have the power now, kid. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Not you. I have the dollars. <laughs> right. How many uh, Happy Meals would you want, sir? Give me all of them. <laughs> I can buy them all. <laughs> All the kids are crying at the McDonald's. You're walking out like bags full of Happy Meals. You just, after you go outside as the kids are crying, you throw the burgers in the trash. Yeah, like, I don't want this crap. (laughs) Give me my Adam. (laughs) Yeah, I should have just gone to the drive team and be like, yeah, can I get the Pokemon Happy Meal? Yeah, what kind of food would you want? Just give me the box and the cards, please. I think <laughs> it's some. I think some of them you could just buy the cards. Yeah, I thought I too that yeah. there were some of the cards separate, but yeah, yeah I, I don't want the food. Just give me the happy meal in the box <laughs> or the cards in the box, please. <laughs> yeah, I know there are a lot of kids starving out there in the world, but you know what? I got my Pokemon cards. Yeah, <laughs> just give the uh, burger to the next person in line, please. <laughs> It's my treat. <laughs> All right. Well, our topic for today is going to be, it's its just a simple topic. We're just going to talk favorite power-ups in video games. So um, give me one second, Jose. Mm-hmm. Let's talk power-ups. Uh, in general, like, you know, anything from old school games to any newer ones, I want to throw it your way first because I remember last time we spoke, you said you probably had a few good ones. So in video games, and let's first, what do you, let's first say, what would you define as a power-up? Well, the power-up, the most legendary power-up of all has to be uh, the Mario Star. Okay. Would you consider consider the Mushroom a power-up? Yeah, yeah, I would. But for whatever reason, to me, the Star is more iconic. Okay. Maybe because they play that little song, you know, when you mm-hmm. when you get it. So, like, how would you define it? Well, you would say that it would be something that makes your character buff for, or that I guess that buffs your character for a short amount of time. Or would you say it could a- be that, or it could also be like a weapon that you get that you know powers you up that you still hang on to. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily go away. Okay, but definitely like some kind of weapon power up. Okay. All right, so I'm going to throw it your way first. What would you say are your favorite power-ups in games? Yeah, uh, the first one, like I said, probably has to be the Mario Star. Uh, that, to me, was always my favorite just as a kid watching it. And um, the little song coming on and, you know, you're invincible for like 10 seconds or whatever. You're just running around destroying everything in Super, or, yeah, Super Mario Brothers, the, um, the Nintendo version. Um, another one of my favorites was um, on Sonic, getting the shoes. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. you know running faster it was so silly because you know sonic is already fast enough and you give him power ups to be even faster you know which was kind of you know at the time looking back and it's kind of funny but um I, I would say like those were like my favorite power-ups okay anything else from like any newer games anything that you can think of mm. not right now i can't think of any right now what about yourself all right so some of the ones that i could think of there was, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back for, um, like, when we talk Mario, one of my favorite ones was the raccoon suit. Had you fly, oh, yeah. it was totally new. 
Like when you, I remember, I think you get that the first level and all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, Mario just turned into a raccoon. I even, I think for Halloween, I, I, I have my go-to, uh, um, my go-to costume for Halloween and it's usually Mario. And um, a few years ago, I decided to change it up a bit and became raccoon Mario. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, like raccoon Mario, he's just like, he would fly totally different. It kind of changed the, as soon as you saw that, you're just like, okay, this is a different type of game. You know, this is yeah. you know cutting edge you know, to say. Um, then uh, I remember as a kid also, when I played Bonk, one of my favorite power-ups was when he had his, uh, mm-hmm. he eat, ate those yeah. pieces of meat and also he became like super Bonk. Yeah, his beef. Yeah. <laughs> There's Same all- thing. It was like Mario. They always played that little fast song. Like, yeah. You know, when he, when he powered up. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the, uh, the ones that, and I'm going to do like an overview is because this is almost every single game, but shoot 'em ups, shoot 'em ups mm-hmm. have power ups left and right, you know, and yeah. each of them do something crazy. And most shoot 'em ups, like you'll get like the power up. You when you pick up something, it'll be the first level, and then you'll keep adding on to it by picking up other things. So mm-hmm. by the time you pick up like the last, like usually it's like an orb that's floating. By the time you pick up the last one, that power up is super powerful, and you're just blowing everything out in the screen. But the second you get hit, bam, you suddenly lose it. And you're, yeah. just, like, oh, that you know, you're just like, dang, you know, it just, it's always, it drives you nuts. But for that moment, you know, in time, you're just like, you feel unstoppable. You know, finally yeah. you're, you know, you are competing with the rest of the, uh, the enemies on the screen. And then one of, for me, one of the newer games that had really cool power-ups was Saints Row the Third. And mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I would say, yeah, Saints Row the Third and Saints Row Two. Every time you beat a certain level, you kind of uh, get more life, get, you can run more, uh, you can, you know, you just keep building up to the point where you're just, you're not unstoppable, but you are a, uh, uh, you've got, it's easier to play the game. It's a lot more fun. Central, the fourth, fourth uh, I guess the fourth Central did it too, but it got too overblown. Like you were jumping <clears throat> over buildings and I was just like, oh, this is too much. But like Saints Row 2 and Saints Row the 3rd, I think was a lot of fun regarding the way they set up power-ups and they made you stronger and it made the game more fun. And it felt like, uh, you know, like your, your weapons, like you were saying, your weapons could, you know, instead of shooting somebody five times, you shoot them once and they explode all over the place, you know, like in a goofy mm-hmm. way. Um, so that was, uh, that was the other one that I could think of as far as like one that I really, really enjoyed. There was another one. I wouldn't even know if the, I would guess it's power. Um, it's the original Contra. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember when you would get the spread gun? Yes. That when I man, I would love getting a spread gun on Contra because the other ones were like, eh, whatever. But if you got the spread gun, man, you were going to cause some serious damage on that game. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if I could say that spread or if I could say that power up. That's a weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But it I mean, you don't you don't have to get it. I mean, you could actually just, you know, play, guess, use your but, original piece shot. That's what I was the, saying. I was like, I don't know but, if that's a... But then if you have your friend, if you're playing two players, you know that other dude's got to grab that spread gun. <laughs> There's always like a race for it. They're like, no, I want it. Yeah, that was a good weapon. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm trying to think also. I feel like... The, look at my game stack. Like newer games that have been coming out don't have as many power-ups per se. You know, um, oh. I don't know if I consider this one, but uh, Bioshock, you played Bioshock, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Like, would you consider that a power up? Like when you ended up getting different uh, plasmids and you're able to shoot different stuff out? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you, I guess you could look at it as a power up. It was kind of like Contra, same thing. You know, you could get a gun and, um, and become more stronger. Because like it, it, it becomes like a fine line. Like what's a power up? Like, for example, if I play uh, uh, like, uh, like the Witcher and I can, mm-hmm. you know, and I could do magic or whatever, I don't consider that a power up. I just consider that like a different weapon. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's not uh, the power up scene has obviously um, it's not the same like before, and uh, you don't get like let's say you're playing Spider Man right, and you get a power up where you're invisible, invincible for like mm-hmm. a couple seconds. You know, it just doesn't happen. Actually, you know, one that's right now has power ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Hades. Oh, all like, right. Yeah, in that one. Uh, you start with your regular weapon and then you can build up the weapon. You can uh, build up your uh, other things. You can build them up and you, and you, you get power-ups. And so when you die, you lose everything, but it's not always the same power-ups are different ones. And there's like some that are like, if you get lucky, you're like, I got to pick that one up right away. And mm-hmm. I think Hades right now does have that power-up. Now it doesn't, it's not like the Mario, which is temporary. And it's not like, uh, and it's not like the, you know, like the, uh, raccoon suit where if you get hit you lose it but oh. you do it is a power up to your weapon that if you die you don't have it anymore and there's a chance when you play again you might not find that same one yeah so yeah I think does, Hades has a good one that's a good one did you ever play any of the uh, Mario Galaxy games or, or any of the recent Marios yeah I have a Mario Odyssey what about that does that have any like power ups Jeez, uh, it's got it's got different suits you can wear, kind of like uh, I guess it would be because it has different suits, and I guess that would be, you know what I was like? I don't know because I think if you get hit while wearing a suit, I don't think you lose it. So I don't think it does. Not like the original Mario did, like the original. Mario, I remember. Like, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, like on Mario Galaxy, for example, you have suits also. They have like a bumblebee suit. But it's part of the level. You kind of need it, you know, in order to get to like the end. So, would that be considered a power up? I don't. I don't consider power up. Okay, again, for power up for me, it has to be like, like you said, the, the star in the Mario in original Mario, the mushroom. Uh, yeah, where you, if mushroom. you hit, you lose it. It does power you up. Um, <clears throat> for me, I don't really consider weapons if unless they you power up the weapon itself. You know, because mm-hmm. that is just a weapon. Um, if you need it to beat the game, no, it's like having a key. You need yeah. a key to beat the game. It's not a power up. You just it's it's part of the. You need it for the game. You need right, right, right. You need it. it's not something that's temporary mm-hmm. or that you find during the, the map. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, the power up age is gone. You know. You know another one that I recently noticed was uh, because I remember I told you I was playing the original Zelda. Yeah. If you if your hearts are all full then your um, your sword actually shoots out like a laser. It shoots out. But if you're hit once and you and you lost part of your, um, you know, if you don't, if you're not at full health, then you don't shoot anything. Your sword is only, only kind of attacks right in front of you. So that's another power up. That's one of like, you know, one of the original ones also. Are you still playing that? Or? Um, yes. I haven't given up on it. I just haven't gone back to it this week. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah, but those are some iconic um, mm-hmm. power-ups, you know, the mushroom. I had forgotten all about the mushroom because, I don't know, 
it is a power up. It, yeah. it really is because it makes you bigger and uh, stronger. Obviously, you could you could break bricks and all mm-hmm. of that, and once you get hit, you know, it goes away. So I, you know, that is totally a power up. And um, yeah, uh, you know, there's one that they I have Mario Galaxy, mm-hmm. and um, there was one that was actually pretty lame because it gives you Mario the ability to fly, mm-hmm. but it's only during. Um, like the end and it's not really even used during a game per se it was just to like try to find like a different part of the um a, a, a galaxy that you get to fly to but it's it's pretty lame you know I was like oh that sucks you know so much potential because especially yeah. you could use the uh, the cape to fly in super mario world which was pretty cool yeah there and, was um, um well like yeah. let me talk a few bit more before we you know end this but there was uh uh when you talked about Mario, Mario 3 had a few other ones, which I want to mention because some of them were a lot of fun. You had uh, you had the uh, the frog suit, which lets you swim better. Yeah. Uh, you had the boot. Remember the boot where it lets you jump mm-hmm. over those uh, creatures? But that also, I don't know if I would consider that a power-up because that wasn't necessary to beat that level. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I could be wrong. If there was another way to beat the level, then it counts as a power-up. If not, then it's just you have to you have to use it. Mm-hmm. And then there was also the Tanuki suit. You remember the Tanuki? Uh, which one was that one? That's where you turn into like, it's that weird uh, bear. It's like a full body suit and he turns mm-hmm. into stone. So like he would turn into stone. Like if an enemy was about to come at him, he turns into stone and they can't touch him. They go right past him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, they had the Tanuki suit. That's a good game. Uh, yeah, Mario 3 is an excellent game. It That's is an game, excellent yeah. game. And I want to bring up one other one, which was because this was a uh, this is a weird power up. There was a game for the Turbo Graphics known as Hit the Ice. Did you ever hear about this? No. So Hit the Ice was a hockey game. It was it was you had two players and a goalie. So each side each side had each side had two players and a goalie. So it wasn't like a full hockey game. And it was just it was super goofy and like like funny violent. It wasn't like you know like extreme violence. But the whole thing is like people would bump into each other. You'd fight. You know, it was kind of like it was just the main game was to kind of be super aggressive and fight each other with these cartoony characters. But if one person, if one team was losing by a lot and yeah. um, I want to say if you're losing by five or more because you could play two players, then a power up would appear where you could uh, the other side was given a drink that they had to go grab. If they drank the if they drank it really quick, then they would be able to get shots really easily to catch up. So that way, you know, the team that was losing was given this super edge. And this game was originally for the arcade. And this is awful, Jose. If you were losing by a lot in the arcade, you would get that power power up, but you have to put an extra quarter in there, go grab it. And for that extra quarter, Uh now you could catch up and beat the other guy that was beating you. Because all your shots would be like impossible to block. So... It was a power up that you paid for. It was the first. It was uh, what do they call it in a microtransaction? <laughs> yeah, like pay to play or whatever. When you pay to win, you know. Oh, yeah. to it was like one of the first ones. I just yeah. thought of another one. It's a it's a pretty. Um, I mean, you need it as for part of the game. It's but still, it was a power up. Um, Metroid when you turn to the little ball, yeah, you roll around. Doesn't uh, you get? Can't you do more with that too? Like as you play the game longer, I haven't played the original Metroid. Or is it always just the same it, thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the first power up that you that you get mm-hmm. in like auto Metroids is the 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 ball where you roll around. But it's a cool one, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. It's part. I mean, 
it's iconic as well, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's part of the game, so I don't know if it's really a power up or not. Did you know that at the end of Metroid, uh, Samus is actually a lady? You know what? Uh, that you just brought up a good point that I was going to mention to you. I hear it's an urban legend. No, no, no. And I was thinking about this when I was watching the state of play. And I'm going to say something that's a little controversial. Oh, we're getting controversial. Yeah. Controversial. Oh, boy. (laughs) But I thought about it. I'm just like, does every game have to have a female character lead now? (laughs) Oh, like, not every game has to have a female lead. We get it. I mean, we've been, you know, I don't have a problem with women being like you said, Metroid's one of my favorite games, and you know, Samus is a female, but it just seems like every game, like when I was like, uh, Returnal female lead, that other okay. game it was some kind of a female. I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. You know, every uh, every game has a female now. I was like, okay, but were you there know, those just... many with female leads? I didn't even notice it, but I didn't notice it because, uh, but Jose, I don't, I don't see people of you know. By the by, their sex, you know, by their I'm, I'm, I'm a, by their gender. Yes, I, uh, I'm a very. I mean, I don't uh, care. I just noticed it. I was just kind of like, okay, it's another woman, you know, being the lead character. I was like, all right, that's this one is a woman lead too. I was like, okay, it's another woman lead. And then I was like, um, then they showed Odd World. I was like, figures the one guy that's on there is odd looking. <laughs> you know, it's a creature. It's not even a man. You know, like, or is it? I was like, it could be a woman. I don't know. Actually, but you know yeah, what? Now, now that you mention it, it was mainly females. Like you're right, Returnal was a female. Deathloop, Deathloop, the main character is a female. Um, uh, mm-hmm. The uh, that game Control. I mean, this is an older game from like a couple years ago. Female. I was like, all right. Uh, Last of Us Two, kind of a female. I was like, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, female. I was like, well, no, I mean, I, I'm just talking about the state of play. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's where I noticed it too. I was like, oh, another female. I was like, okay. I was like, and another one? I was like, all right. I was like, I, I get it. Like, I, I, I'll be honest. I really didn't even notice until you brought it up just now. Um, yeah. I, you know what? It's like, it's, it's the, it's the female revolution in gaming. I'm, I'm actually just yeah. fine with it. Look at, at the, at the end of the day, if I can get a good game with a female lead, as opposed to having been stuck playing something like Anthem, I'm okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, I'm just, like I said, I don't have a problem playing as a, a female character. Like Metroid's one of my favorite games. You know, it's a female uh, lead. And uh, but I just noticed it like during the state of play. I was just like, all right, it just seems like a, you know everyone's a female nowadays. <laughs> they don't want to um, get me too, I guess, or something. I don't know. Geez, I'll say. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, no, and the character will be female. Don't me to us, please. <laughs> don't come after us. <laughs> now we are getting controversial. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Don't hashtag no. us to death, guys. Uh, it, <laughs> or it, gals. It, it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't notice it until you brought it up. Um, but, man, I mean, here's my thing. The one thing I don't like about uh, about just having all male leads is in the past, it's always been like the super macho dude, you know. And I get, yeah. you, I get kind of sick and tired of that. You know, like you had even like your original um, uh, God of War. You had your yeah. uh, was it Gears of War? Gears um, of War, Halo. They're all big. Halo, know. yeah. It's all just like you know, like this macho dude. At least it, it's strangely enough, like one of the um, uh, 
one of the best stories. I know a lot of people like the the new God of War, and that does have a decent story. But yeah, um, but like you know, for me, it's been the Last of Us too. They were female leads, and I know a lot of people are you know very. It's a controversial thing to say, but I I think that story with the female leads was perfectly oh. done. You know, I that one hit me, and and I still I still need you to play that game, Jose, so we could have a conversation yeah. about that. But, well, like when the God of War came out and they they brought out the um, the sun, right? Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, very well, like that they wanted to make her a daughter, but they couldn't because then it would have been like Last of Us, you know, with a, a guy and a girl uh, as your leads. And I was just like, they were probably like, oh man, we can't make it a girl. <laughs> we, it has to be a boy, sadly, you know, because Last of Us beat us to the punch or whatever, yeah. you know. But that's what I, 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 I imagined when I, when I saw it, I was like, you know, they wanted to make a, a female, like, the, the <laughs> daughter. Lead. Yeah. Um, or like um, Uncharted Uncharted 4, right? When the ending, when they had a kid. Oh, oh no, no, you ruined the ending. I haven't played it yet. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. you just ruined it. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, Robert. Spoiler. time. <laughs> Next week, next week, I'm going to be like, Jose, yeah, uh, I'm not going to need you as a co-host. I got my new co-host out of this, uh, this lady. <laughs> oh, what? You replaced her. I knew it. I she's, got replaced by a woman. <laughs> that Jose guy, he has some nerve. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he. the second he brought up this issue about girls in the state of yeah. play, I knew he was out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get tons of of, of tweets tonight <laughs> like <laughs> cancels eh? <laughs> cancels eh? <laughs> hashtag <Man>. cancels eh? <laughs> hashtag no uh, way no way jose <laughs> no way <laughs> I guess there's nothing wrong. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with women, but no, or uh, women characters. Like I said, but it just seemed like to me, all of them nowadays are just seem to be all women. I'm like, all right, and I'm okay with that. And the one thing I do like about it is that the characters themselves aren't, um, they're not like, uh, okay, the, again, I'm not trying to be controversial, but they're not Princess Peach. They're not stuck in a castle yeah. needed to be saved. You know, um, they're actual players or characters that are kind of they're kind of cool and. They bring something to the table. Yeah, and at the end of the day, as long as as long as the game is fun, I don't care if it's female yeah. or male. You know, it's you know, and and I'd rather I'd rather have that than again have another Marcus Phoenix or have a, you know, like a, just some no name tough guy. Because man, I've, I've got so many games like that where it's just like, yeah, let's go, uh, mm. let's go kill some zombies. You know, it's like, all right, I get it, I get it, brother. No, you're right. Like Horizon is one of my favorite games, and it has mm-hmm. a female a lead character. I love that game, you know. And I didn't have a problem. Um, obviously, I didn't have a problem um, playing her because mm-hmm. I, you know, I beat the game and I loved it. And um, <clears throat> but it, I don't know. It just seems like what's the word? Like I don't know if it's starting to get repetitive. Shall we mm-hmm. say? Um, I, you know. Like I said, you know, there's like a, a small movement. It'll probably change back and forth. I think as games evolve, like I think right now a lot of game developers are making up for the fact that there weren't a lot of female characters in games in the past. And, yeah. and the other part is, you know, right now there's a lot more female people playing a lot more females playing video games. It's starting to, it's starting mm-hmm. to catch up and it's nice to actually have, look, 
at some at some point, Jose, this is going to be a topic we're going to talk about. Uh, and we talked about this when we first started up the podcast. But right now, there are not very many Hispanics in video games. But yeah. but we make a good chunk of the of the play of the people playing these games out there. We make a huge chunk of the players mm-hmm. of the player base. But we're yeah. not we're underrepresented like crazy. So look, right now, you know, a lot of females have been underrepresented for a long time, and I'm happy they're being represented. Maybe someday, you know, we'll have you know Latinos or Hispanics being represented, um, you know, because like, look, right now, uh, you had let's use God of War again. You had God of War, and there's been this like crazed Hades. It's all about the Greek and the Roman gods, and then yeah. you have. Right now, there's the all North the games are bike Vikings, yeah, Norse mythology. But you know that the Aztecs and Mayans have this very, very um, uh, detailed mythology with their gods, mm-hmm. gods of everything, the underworld. But we don't have Jack, nothing. Yeah, that's true. You no, know? that'd be a good um, a genre to uh, to start maybe like messing with. You know, like you said, you know, like there was with the Norse mythology, it was kind of like God of War, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Hellblade was also in that and universe. And you have uh, Assassin's Creed, you know. Assassin's Creed, and to some extent, even um, Horizon, which it wasn't. But I remember when I was playing Horizon, I was kind of like, "Oh man, this is already like, you know, or not Horizon. I don't remember what game it was. There've been a few. I was just playing that. Yeah, I was like, all right, with this universe already, like, you know, I'm I'm kind of over it. You got the TV show Vikings, you know, like it's like a mm. Viking craze, and then you also have like, I mean, for a while you had the Roman and the Roman and the Greek gods have been around for a long time. That crazy has been around for a while. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, you can, you can go Aztec mythology or your and, Mayan, and Mayan you know, but it doesn't, you know, and hopefully mm-hmm. that'll, you know, that'll pick up and people will start, you know, doing that. But like I said, for now there, you know, I think, I think it's, it's, it's good that people are making up for, or developers are making up for the lack of, you know, female characters and how weak they would always portray them. You know, they yeah. were either the, the person you had to go save or they the were damsel like that in distress. damsel in distress. They were the <clears throat> quote unquote sex object, you know, like, you know, your Duke Nukem's and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, or they were just forgotten when, you know, I, look, Jose, at the end of the day, who, who is one of the most awesome female heroes or one of the most awesome heroes of all time? In, in, in let's, what, well, I'm talking in movies, in horror movies. Oh, it's um the chick from um Halloween. Well, that, oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking Ripley from Alien. Oh yeah, well yeah, that her too, especially yeah. or even um Sarah Connor. Exactly, and and you know that's you know you know you build those and those are like totally awesome you know uh, characters which we didn't have in video games growing up. We didn't have those in um you know in the nineties. Even in the early 2000s, we didn't have him. And I think it's about time that it got done. And, and like I said, hopefully, you know, people of color, you know, Hispanics, as well as, you know, uh, black, you know, people will have, you know, something as far as like gamers saying, all right, let's start aiming at this genre, which is, hasn't even been, you know, touched. But that, that'll be a topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, this is supposed to be a power up. So I'll say, geez. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's all right. It's good to mix things up. Um, so to anybody that wants to set hate mail, you could send it to us, but please direct it to Jose. <laughs> Our email is uh, geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. Geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geekerscreepers. And we are about to take a quick break. 
and we'll be right back with our creepy topics. And welcome back to Geekers Creepers. This is the podcast where we talk about the creepy side of life or the geeky side of life. And we talk about the creepy side of life. But right now we are talking about the creepy side of life. And we have the news of the week. We're going to talk about two articles that have been recently put out. And then we're going to talk about the mysterious man, a very mysterious man. We'll take a quick break and talk about the mysterious man. But for right now, let's talk about the news of the week regarding our creepy topics. Number one is out of the, uh, as usual, we enjoy this website, the Singular 14 Society. And it, this is an article from February 25, 25th. It is FAA confirms pilot reported UFO over New Mexico. FBI is aware of the reported incident. This is from our favorite couple, Tobias and Emily Whalen. Maybe they're a couple, maybe the brother and sister. I don't know, but they do a lot of these articles. <laughs> Now, this is the article itself. It says, statements released this week by the Federal Aviation Administration and American Airlines have confirmed that the pilot of American Airlines flight 2292 did report a UFO over New Mexico last Sunday, and that apparently the report is of interest to the FBI. Both statements were published to the drive. The FAA statement confirmed that the pilot of AAF 2292 had reported a UFO while hinting at what the FAA might know or not know about the sighting. And it states, a pilot reported seeing an an object over New Mexico shortly after noon local time on Sunday, February 21st, 2021. FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area or on their radar scopes. Originally, the time was noted as 1.19 p.m. by Steve Douglas, the man who first recorded the report off of his radio scanner. Although that discrepancy can be explained by the fact that Douglas was in the central time zone and AAF-2292 would have been in the mountain time zone one hour behind. Of particular interest is that air traffic controllers didn't pick up the object from the ground, which rules out most terrestrial aircraft as an explanation, although not something normally undetectable by radar like a balloon. However, the FAA requires the use of radar reflectors on large high-altitude balloon flights to avoid collision which makes it less likely, given the description by the pilot, that it was something mundane like a weather balloon. The other statement released by American Airlines is similar to the one published by ABC last Tuesday, but mentions FBI involvement in the case. Following a debrief with our flight crew and additional information received, we can confirm this radio transmission was from American Airlines Flight 2292. For any additional questions on this, we encourage you to reach out to the FBI it is unclear what the FBI's interest is in the what the interest what the FBI's interest in the encounter might be. Although the law enforcement agency does routinely investigate foreign incursions into the U.S., quote, the FBI is aware of the reported incident. FBI Albuquerque Field Office spokesperson Frank Connor wrote in an email to Fox News: "While our policy is to neither confirm nor deny investigations, the FBI work." continuously with our federal, state, local, and tribal partners to share intelligence and protect the public. Anyone who is aware of suspicious or criminal activity should contact their local law enforcement agency or the FBI. So, Jose, that is the report. This is recent. What do you think here? Oh, man, I don't know. You know, when I first heard about it, I was like, man, I think this is um, some kind of um, military-esque 
um, identified flying object. I don't I don't buy the whole um, other galaxy um, UFOs coming here for like a minute and then leaving. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's something military. But why is the FBI involved? What did the FBI just say? Oh yeah, we got it. It's it's this. You know why are they why are they involved? If, you know if it's military, they should know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But if it's military, they're not going to let you know that, yeah, it's China and they're over here flying around. You know, I think they're involved because, I mean, it was reported. So they have to, uh, you know, investigate. And um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think it's um, from another uh, galaxy. OK. All right. So I think we both agree that, you know, it's not from another galaxy. Let me see. Where was this over? Um, da, 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 da. Was it Albuquerque? Let me see. It just says New Mexico. All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have a theory. Okay. Yeah. New Mexico is near what border? The Mexico border, correct? Mm-hmm. So what if we have our fellow, um, uh, the uh, people who enjoy bringing things over the border, you know, some drugs and such, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they've a lot of dealers have been known to, you know, build underground um, tunnels. There's like these intricate underground tunnels to bring over drugs. Um, a lot of, you know, people have been known to uh, build submarines to bring over drugs. What if this was, you know, you're kind of just kind of getting like a, a lay of the land to see where you can go over. Now, I don't know exactly where it was at, you know, mm-hmm. but you, know, you kind of get it, you know, you get in the air to kind of get an overview how you can, you know, smuggle you know, drugs across. That might be it too. You know, it's just a lot of the, um, uh, a lot of the bigger drug dealers, you know, they are, I mean, it's a billion dollar industry, you know, they, they'll do whatever they can to, you know, make sure that they don't get caught. You know, they survey, they make sure this is how we're going to bring it across. And they were just caught by a, um, uh, by a, uh, what do you call it? A plane. But the only problem with that, it doesn't explain the problem. I guess, I was, I'm messing up my own theory because it does explain why the why they weren't caught on radar. That's the other issue. Well, I just thought of another um, possibility as well. Like I said, I, I don't think it's extraterrestrial, but it could be military. What else is in New Mexico? Uh, Area 51. Roswell. Roswell. Mm-hmm. What if it's some kind of uh, military, um, like super secret project that they're working on? But again, why would the FBI be involved? Well, I mean, it can't just be, it could be like, hey, you know, it was shown like we got to like pretend like we don't know what it is or something or it's <laughs> under investigation. I guess. You know? um, because you got to remember a lot of, the, uh, sadly, I mean, unfortunately, uh, when you see these kind of um, um, unidentified flying objects, they're mainly used for what? For war purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not meant for, uh, you know, our... Um, traveling to other galaxies you know they're meant for bombing people mm-hmm. and i mean you don't you definitely don't want to let you know either the chinese or 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 the russians or you know one of our main um, enemies know like you know that we're working on something so they, they might want to just be like hey let's just you know say it's you know it's being re- investigated and reported but you know we were just flying it out you know testing it out you know and, and seeing what you know what we can do with it and then I guess there's the also well, there's also theory number three is just the fact that the uh, pilot saw something that, you know, um, that wasn't there. 
because he's the only one that saw it. The pilot reported. Yeah. Remember, it wasn't it wasn't on radar. It wasn't anywhere else. The pilot saw it, and we're you know we're taking the pilot's word for it. And I take the pilot's word. I believe that he saw something. But yeah. I mean, have you ever been up late at night? You're driving down the road and you see stuff that. Okay, and we are back. I do apologize about that. As usual, I we had technical difficulties. It seems to happen once every podcast. So my mic is the one that's always messing this up. Uh, so we were saying you about know what the, I think it was what the UFOs. The I think Black. it's the FBI. They yeah. want to keep us quiet because it, it seems to be happening during our during our creepy segments. Mm-hmm. The other the other theory would be that um my mic after being on for so long just goes bad <laughs> but that's that's the other theory but i do like the uh, i do like your theory jose oh wait wait somebody's at my door somebody's knocking on my door robert oh my goodness i just said that too yeah no holy cow that's weird <laughs> oh the pizza guy <laughs> for me it's the better black um but uh <laughs> So, oh, it's the hashtag movement coming out. Yes, yes, the hashtag. <laughs> Cancel Jose. <laughs> they're already they're already starting up. Uh, okay. They have pitchforks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we were talking about. Uh, yeah, it might just be you know the. Oh, yeah, you're saying that the pilots you, being tired. Yeah, I was asking you: Have you mm-hmm. ever driven somewhere late at night and you see things out of the corner of your eyes? You're too tired. Has that ever happened to you? It hasn't happened to me, but I've I've seen it happen to somebody that, that okay. was driving. And it's happened to me. I've been out late, you know, coming back home, and I saw something. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what he saw. You know, who knows? Uh, again, yeah. aliens, no. UFO, yes. It's an unidentified flying object. You know, it, it is a UFO. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right, right. I'm just uh, – it's kind of weird that the FBI is actually interested, you know, asking, hey, what is this? Usually, most of the time, I would think the FBI would just say, yeah, it's uh, – it's nothing big. It's just a weather balloon. But again, I could I could see the FBI That's getting involved point. because um, if my theory is correct, where it might just be like, you know, people who are doing illegal activity, you know, trying to scope the area out, the FBI would want to get involved to say, you know, uh, maybe maybe somebody's trying to take a look to you know to check out the land. But um, but again, who knows? Mm-hmm. And, and my again, my, the only. Uh, not the only, but one of the problems with my theory that it might be some kind of you know crazy cartel checking it out uh, is the fact that it wasn't detected mm-hmm. by the um, FAA. You know, you would think they would detect that. You know, but who knows? Yeah, it could have been an optical illusion as well. You know, maybe mm-hmm. something with, um, with the shadows and the clouds. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if it was what kind of conditions he was in that he was flying in. Was it cloudy? Was it you know a, a clear day? Was it at night? You know. Uh, I'm not sure, but it could have easily um, have been like like you said as well. Um, maybe he was tired and just thought he saw something. Um, could have been the shadows um, creating the shape of something. And yeah. uh, but you know, if if it is government related, oh, go ahead, Robert. No, no I was gonna say we're gonna keep an eye on this because this is uh, I with mm-hmm. this issue. This uh, article was not just on um, uh, Singular Fourteen. They had an article before that. And on Singular 14, but it was actually like, I believe on US, USA Today, like it was on an actual, it wasn't just like on some oh, know, yeah. these crazy sites. It was actually on some um, some legitimate news sites stating that, you know, uh, this re- guy saw re- something. Yeah. Like, you know. It's on a, re- yeah, because it was on my um, YouTube uh, news feed as well. Was it really? Okay. 
Yeah. So yeah, I was like, like, oh man, I was like, it's so, big time. Yeah, it's kind of like that one time where uh, the the monolith that appeared out of nowhere that nobody talks mm-hmm. about now. <laughs> the FBI was involved. They yeah. were like, all right, we're on we're on a case. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, take out this uh, piece of abstract art. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, what if, now let me ask you this, Robert. Let's say, for example, in a couple of days, the FBI comes out with a report and says it was a weather balloon. What would you, what would you think then? Oh, geez. Like, oh, it was nothing. It was just a weather balloon. Nothing to see here. Then I would, I would agree with you that they did their analysis, realized that they were running some tests out of Area 51, you know, with, um, you know, technology. And then, um, and uh, yeah. And, and and that's why they're like, oh, weather balloon. Um, yeah. I I wish one day the FBI would just come out and say, we you know they're like we think they're actually aliens, <laughs> you know, because I mean, you know, mm. look at the end of the day, I, I think uh, it'd be fun. It'd be it. I don't think uh, it would just be cool to actually get the confirmation. Yeah, it, or not even alien, but you know, supernatural could be like eight yeah. demonic from a different dimension, <laughs> maybe even. What if it's an angel? Why is it got to be demonic? They're in the sky. It could be an angel, maybe coming angel in. Angel just kind of floating spaceship. around, you know, being like, "Hey, what's up, guys? Just just hanging out here in the clouds." Like just yeah, just looking at the, um, you know, New Mexico <laughs> through the aerial view. Exactly. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. Um, Heaven was boring, so you know we came to Earth. So yeah. Fun on. <laughs> and boy, are you guys nasty. Yeah. I'm oh. like, oh man, be like, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the next the next uh news of the week story. This one I get a kick out of. All right, so this is out of unexplainedmysteries.com. It says woman captures small humanoid on camera. Melissa Braham had been out walking her dog last week when she photographed something very strange. The following story and photograph were sent to us today via email. Could this be evidence of some str- kind of strange creature, a trick of the light, or is this a whole thing, a clever hoax? You decide. So it states here, it was my birthday recently, and as a gift, I received a new smartphone. On Friday, 26th, February, on Friday, 26th, February, seen as it was a nice day, I decided to take my dog for a walk in the afternoon. It looks like this is her letter from her point of view. Okay, I didn't realize it. Okay. I also took my new phone to test out the camera. <clears throat> During the afternoon, I took several short video clips and a selection of random photographs at different resolutions. Later on in the evening, I uploaded the photograph to my PC to have a look at it. It was Wilts looking through the still photos that I spotted on one of them, what appears to look like a tiny humanoid shaped figure walking from right to left. Now, I am not saying that the object is a tiny living and breathing being of some kind, but looking at the enlargements of the object, one can clearly see what does resemble a bipedal creature of some kind. A head, eye, body, arm, legs, hands, and feet can clearly be seen. Whatever the mysterious object is, it is definitely something as it is reflecting sunlight and also casts a shadow on the ground. It doesn't look like a squirrel, rat, bird, or any other kind of animal that I have ever seen before. It definitely is a very strange looking object. I suppose it could be something of nothing, something very ordinary like a scrap of rubbish captured at a strange angle, trick of the light, etc. make it look extraordinary. I'm no photographic expert, so I really don't know. All I could say is what it looks like to me. Anyway, I thought it was very interesting, and I thought I would send it to you to see what you made of it. I'm going to send the photo to several experts and researchers for analysis and to see what they make of it. 
The photo was taken at full resolution, 12 MP, camera set to fully automatic, no zoom used. Taken Friday afternoon at 16.05 p.m., weather was dry, mild, and sunny. The photo was taken in between the entrance to Victoria Park and now demolished healthcare center on Cowley Hill Lane. Stillens, I don't know how to say that, sorry. Maryside. Many thanks, Melissa Bram. All right, Jose, I'm going to share the original photo with you. Okay. So let me go to share screen. All right, can you see okay? Yes. All right, so this is the original photo. Mm -hmm. All right, now when people zoomed in, this is what they saw. Mm. Now let's go back to the original. So it's right here. Do you see it? Yeah. And, and, and we'll include a link to this, but here's the original. So you kind of see that. And then this is it. So, Jose, you're mm. in your non expert opinion, because I'm not an expert either. Who could be an expert on this stuff? What do you want me to keep it open so you can keep looking at it? Yeah. No, I'm looking at it right now myself. Okay. So, what do you think this is? Is it a hoax? Is it an optical illusion? Is it a trick? Is it um, a, you know, an animal that's kind of, you know, took a weird step? Is it, or is it some mm -hmm. kind of, is it the chupacabra, you know, or something Chup else? Mm -hmm. What do you think it is? Well, I got to say, you know, it's pretty small mm -hmm. from, um, from the original picture. Yeah. Right. It's not until you zoom in that, that you get full detail as to what it could be. I don't know. It looks pretty, pretty creepy. That's for sure. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Um, Moss BR. Oh yeah. The little rat, the, the walking rat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, I don't know what that could be. I think it's, what I, do you think? I uh, think it's a, I think it's a hoax. I think it's a hoax. I think it's a hoax. Um, number one. And then the first thing, mm. the reason I think it's a hoax, why is she taking this picture? Well, I mean, I've taken weird pictures like that, you know, like of 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 trees and and, and stuff. But like, like this that. is just so overgrown, too weird. like overgrown junk all over the place. It's like, what what is you know? I'll tell you this much: she would be awful yeah. at Instagram because this is a yeah. god awful picture. I mean, it's just like like leaves all over the place, overgrown brush. There's like a sign in the background. It looks like she's taking. It looks more like a like a toxic waste scene than it does like something you'd want to take care of or take a picture yeah. of. Now you know what the, it is a little strange. Now, when you look at the original picture, right, and you mm -hmm. zoom in, if you could, so you see what kind of shape head it has, right? Yeah. The, the white object. Yeah. Now go directly um, to the left, and you see like this plant, which almost looks like it has a weird kind of head shape as well. I see that. I see what you're talking. It about. almost looks like a skeleton. You know what? I agree 100%, Jose. It does. Mm. It does look like a skeleton. I believe. Oh, what is yeah. that called? Pareidolia. Give me one second. I think that's what mm -hmm. it's called. Pareidolia. Uh... Yeah, is a tendency for incorrect perception of a stimulus as an object, pattern, or meaning, note to the observer. So um, that's when you see something and your mm -hmm. your mind makes it out to look like something else. So like if you see a rock, the perfect example is 
do you remember the um the, the in mars people saw the face of a man in oh mars? yeah well that's mm-hmm. pretty early because to us yeah. it looks like a that's face iconic. yeah but for other people you know like not other people but like let's say you've never seen a face before it wouldn't look like that because you don't mm-hmm. know what a face looks like but because we know yeah. what it looks like we we you know we relate to that um mm-hmm. but it almost looks like that thing is walking towards that skeleton mm-hmm. like like hey it's my relative there. <laughs> let me go see it's captured <laughs> i no, that's uh, yeah i think it's photoshop but or it's something um um i don't know like why would she zoom in and be like hey what's that you exactly know, like, that's like, weird if i were looking at these photos i totally would have missed that and the uh, so for a while I was thinking maybe it's like a mouse or you know like some kind of hairless creature who's you know it was caught in the wrong angle you know like it was mm-hmm. caught in a weird angle but I can't make it out I could I can't figure out like what that would be and what angle because it, it legitimately looks like it's it's a little creature that's walking across the street you know like yeah. two legs but you know what else is weird Robert what? all the shadows don't add up like when you look at her shadow, hers is direct, right? It's like straight uh-huh. up um, shadow, like just straight up. But when you look at the other shadows, they're kind of like at an angle. Yep, you're right. Why isn't her shadow in an angle? Yeah, Jose, you, you're, you're like a real uh, yeah. Batman there. Mm. Yeah, why is hers? From, play, why, from playing Arkham the, the light, the, they're all coming in an angle, but hers is straight. Yeah. Yeah. Hers is straight. And uh, like that shadow next to her shadow is at an angle. Yeah. And... Um, it looks like that tree or whatever that's ahead of her is also at an angle. All the shadows are at an angle except for um, her except, shadow and yeah, except for hers and things. the little creatures. Yeah, maybe it's it is hoax. Photoshop. Yeah, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. Yeah. And again, my other thing is like, why is she taking a picture of this area? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Of that weird. Um, what is it like an alley almost? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know it's, she's taking a picture of an alley. <laughs> Even yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give her. So uh, to any listeners out there, I would definitely like for you guys to take a look at this. I'll include a link. Take a look at the article. Take a look at the photos. Tell us what you guys think. You know, uh, yeah. this is um, it's a fun little. I think I think it's a fun little hoax. And um, uh, yeah, I mean it's, that's it's pretty cool. I give it that. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. interesting. It's not hurting anybody. It, you know, it gave us something to talk about. And mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Maybe this will create like the new. Uh, the new chupacabra somewhere wherever they're at, you know. You know, when you were reading the story, I didn't think that that creature would be that small. No, no it's like a little it's rat. Pretty, thing. It's pretty tiny. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a little mouse. And it just it looks like moss. That's what it is. And the question is, where's it going to? You know, is it gonna? Is it uh, just you know <laughs> yeah, going well, to the cafe? Yeah. You show up at the bar and there's <laughs> why isn't it walking towards her? Yeah. You think he'd be yeah, just like walking him? towards that. Um, like, hey, let me go over here and see. Yeah, that doesn't make sense either. Like, why is it just there? Yeah, just walking. Where is it going? Like I said, where is it going? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think. Uh, <laughs> kind of turns over. It does like a what get a, a glamour shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's trying to find some nuts or something. All right, all right, little guy. <laughs> put, put your put your fist underneath your chin yeah. and lie to the side, and give me blue steel. Mm-hmm. All right, you're on the beach. You're on the beach. All right, give me beach look. Yeah. So, 
He's uh he's getting his uh his glamour shots in. Do you remember that when you were in high school, glamour shots? No. No, you guys didn't have people coming to take your picture for high school. Uh yeah, um yeah yeah I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, they. Glamour I didn't take many photos in. Uh, I was, oh oh I was no, I didn't. Social. Trust me, I didn't take many photos either. But like they like they had to come in, and I remember like you would see like not at my school, but like at other schools, like you know you had mm-hmm. the shots where the guys like this kind of leaning next to the. Uh, like, you know, he's like this and it says like, you know, <laughs> like class of like, you know, like 90, 99 or whatever. It's like, yeah, you know, this guy's, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be something. He's going to be something. He's going to, this guy's going to mount to be, uh, I don't know, <laughs> class CEO of something. Class jokester, you know, jokester of the, of the class, you know, and they also had, uh, they had the headshots in the eighties was popular. Was that one where like, Person would look straight, and then in the background there'd be like that that see through one that's kind of looking to the side. Yeah. <laughs> we should Jose, we should get those for our uh, keepers. That'll be, that'll our, be our thumbnail. Cover. That'll be our new cover. Yeah. <laughs> what is a geek? What's a creep? Guess which is which. <laughs> oh man. Jokes out here. They're both creeps. Um. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, Robert. <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking about this uh, um, story as well. You know, she was walking her dog. What's the first thing your dog would have done? Chased after the thing. It would have ran. Yeah, it would have ran after that thing. So, yeah, yeah. This story's a hoax. Yeah, and instead, instead of running after, look. And where's where's the picture of the dog here? Where's the shadow yeah. of the dog? There's no thing. There's no picture of the dog. It's just, you know, <clears throat> here, let me take this. I was out walking my dog and I, just, I took a picture of this alley and <clears throat> I got this new toy and then this thing showed up. Yeah. Yeah. This chupacabra. Nice one, Melissa. Nice one. You got mm-hmm. us to talk about it on Geekers Creepers. Way to go. Now all two of our listeners yeah. are going to be <laughs> shook by this photo. They're going to be like, wow. Oh, we didn't even need the FBI to solve this one. Jose did it. <laughs> well, at least you, you accomplished something before you got canceled. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, I solved the case. You solved the case. <laughs> Next week, Jose's not going to be around. <laughs> He's not going to be on the show no more. Do that. <laughs> Angry due to, hashtags. Due to incidences, we'll keep it that. Yeah. Jose has been uh, replaced. <laughs> yeah, by a female. <laughs> Be like, man, she's such she's such a better host. She brings <laughs> so, so much more to the table than that guy did. She actually plays video games. Yeah. <laughs> Modern ones. And get this, she owns the new PlayStation. She has a PS5. <laughs> Console watch will be relevant. Um, <laughs> we finally have oh, listeners. <laughs> Uh, but, you know uh, what? They'll do that. You know, they they will bring in listeners. They will. Yeah. If we could, if we had, like, uh, I'm getting on a tangent here, but hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that we had, um, uh, we have to do this through Zoom, which is, um, hmm. you know, people, this you can, this is behind the curtain, but, um, you know, you can only do like one on one. There are a lot of people that have been asking to be, um, you know, a lot of friends that, you know, they're not like bothering me. Trust me, they'll, they'll, they'll just bring it up quickly. But 
both like, male yeah, I can and, bring more to the table than Jose. Yeah, well, no, no, both male and female friends that are talking about like, hey, I've got a story I want to share it, and I really would like mm-hmm. you know maybe some point you know what's if we could you know bring more people on it you know we would be able to bring them on just for a little bit to share their stories, but you know mm, we'll figure that cool. out maybe in the future. Can you do that with uh, Facebook through their messenger? The only problem with that is. Um, I don't know, like after we're done with the show, we're able, I'm able to download it and, and, and change it into a file. To oh, use right, right, I don't know right, if you right, can right. with Facebook. I'll look into mm. it sometime when I've, when, you know, if we ever get, if we ever get more popular, I'll look into that. Um, yeah. Hey, I mean, we gotta, you know, you can have like guest show guest appearances. Yeah. And again, I, mean, I don't have nothing against women, <laughs> women gamers. I love, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I would be thrilled to, to have a girl be like, Hey, you want, you, you know, you want to play video games tonight? I'd be like, Oh, I, yes, of course. You know, I would be thrilled. Unbelievable. You know, it's just like I said, it's just an observation. <laughs> okay. Keep trying to cover it up, Jose. That's like, that's yeah. like, that's like the guy that gets caught. He's like, oh no, no, I've got Mexican friends. <laughs> yeah, I've got Mexican friends. I'm Mexican. <laughs> All yeah. right. So uh, let's go. We're gonna take a quick break. Um, collect ourselves, and we'll be right back with our creepy topic. Jerome, the mysterious man of Sandy Cove. On September 8th, 1863, an unidentified man who almost died was found at the beach of Sandy Cove on the coast of the Bay of Fundy, Nova Scotia, with both legs cut off at at the stumps, or cut off to stumps. Local people then questioned him about his name and why his legs hurt so badly, but he did not speak English and only said very little, mumbled something that resembled Jerome and so the villagers called him Jerome. For years, he stayed with the villagers. However, until he passed away in 1912, they never discovered his true origins. The mysterious man was found by a fisherman who had gone to the shore to gather rockweed. At that time, he noticed a dark figure alongside a big rock on Bay of Fundy Beach. As the fisherman got closer, he saw the huddled form of a man. Both legs had been amputated just above the knees and beside him was a jug of water and a tin of biscuits. His legs were only partially healed, but were obviously were obvious later on that were amputated by a skilled surgeon and the stumps were bandaged. The man was also suffering from cold and exposure. The fisherman recalls, there was a ship the day before passing back and forth a half mile offshore on the Bay of Fundy and thought that the man must have been brought in from the ship after dark and thrown overboard. He was then carried to the home of Mr. Gindley in in Mink Cove, where he was wrapped in warm blankets and given hot drinks. Through the moaning and muttering, only one word was understood, Jerome. Then they decided to call him by his name. 
The fishermen, boat builders, and family took care of Jerome, but soon learned he was not going to talk. Shortly after this discovery, Mr. John Nichols, a Clare man who spoke seven European languages, interviewed Jerome. After the one-sided conversation, Nicholas announced that by the stranger's reactions to the questions and different languages, he thought the man was most likely Italian, but seemed to understand French. For the next seven years, Jerome lived with the Nicholas family, and it was soon concluded that he kept silent, not because of some physical limitation, but for another reason known only to him. When caught off guard, Jerome would answer questions. Once, when asked the name of his home, Jerome answered Triste, which is a city in the northern part of Italy. He also answered Colombo when asked the name of his ship. After being tricked into speaking, Jerome would become furious and shut himself up in his room. Stories circled in the town about Jerome's life, his silence and the reasons why he was deliberately left on the shore. Although Jerome never had a very good relationship with adults, he got along very well with the local children. They would visit him, bring him candy, and eventually he became quite fond of the sweet gifts. Later, Jerome moved to St. Alphonse to live with the family of William Camot, and while there, he received a visit from two strange ladies. The ladies asked if this was where they could find the man with the amputated legs. Once the women were in the house, Jerome led them into his room, and a long conversation followed in which he took an active part. The family listened outside the door, but could not understand the language being spoken in the other room. After the meeting, the two ladies left the house without another word. They then conversed outside and seemed to be of the impression that Jerome was being well taken care of and they were, ready, they were to leave him where he was. The ladies never returned. Another strange occurrence added more mystery to this silent man's story. Charles, William Camo's son, had gone to Boston for work. While there, two women came to visit him from the southern United States. They had read in the paper stories about a man with amputated legs who was found in Nova Scotia. The woman proceeded to tell him that the unfortunate man's name was Jeremiah, and that he came from Alabama. They handed him a letter to give to Jeremiah and asked him to deliver it for them. Upon his return to Claire, Charles did as he had promised and handed the letter to his father's border. Jerome took the letter, looked at it from every angle, and then threw it into the fireplace. The family was shocked and disappointed with this, and the story of Jeremiah was never known. The Camos used Jerome's relative fame to their advantage, charging admission fees to see the mystery man, living well on this and the government stipend. But Jerome did not seem to mind and stayed there for the rest of his life, which ended on April 15, 1912. In 2000, in the village of Medigan, on the French shore, a memorial, a memorial plaque was dedicated to Jerome over a false grave. It is not known with any real certainty where the castaway, who died on April 15th, the same day the Titanic sank, is actually buried. With that, that is a story of Jerome, the mysterious man of Sandy Cove. We will take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, Jose. So no. that is a story of Jerome, yeah. the man from Sandy Cove, the guy who was found amputated legs on the side of a beach in Nova Scotia, taken in, didn't say anything except every now and then he was kind of caught off guard. And uh, 
just uh, ended up just living with this family and, you know, just died. Um, so. It's not like a sad, sad death, you know, or not a sad death, but sad life. Yeah. Sad life. Unusual story. Uh, there are some theories as to who, you know, who he was with that. Before I get into the theories, Jose, what do you, mm-hmm. uh, when you hear this, what do you think was going on here? Oh man. I mean, <clears throat> just an interesting story. I've never heard of anything like that before, you know, just some weird guy, you know, with no legs and um, being taken in and, you know, being taken care of. I mean, it's a good, you know, it's, it just goes to show like the good of that humans can do, you know, mm-hmm. taking them in and helping them out. And, uh, you know, he could have just been an outcast or whatever. And, uh, you know, the guy didn't speak much, but it didn't seem to bother, you know, the people that took him in. Very, I don't know. It's a very sad life. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's also unusual. The fact that, like, all right, so I'm going to take this story. I'm taking it as as fact, like what happened with these, mm-hmm. you know, what happened, at, you know, with some of these. Now, you know, this happened back in, uh, what year was it again? Late 1800s. Yeah, 1830s. Uh, so, excuse me, he was discovered in 1863. Mm-hmm. So, uh they're saying now. I don't know how they came up with this, but if you look up his birthday, they say around the 1830s. So, all the pictures that I see of him, he's very much older. But when they discovered him, he would have been around, you know, late 20s, early 30s. Probably like maybe mid to late 20s, because they mm-hmm. found him in 1863. They're saying he was probably born around the 1830s, so he may have been mid. So he's not that old when they found him. And there are some theories, and this is they also there's an article of him about him on Wikipedia, but it says that it has been suggested that Jerome was a sailor who may have attempted a mutiny, being punished by amputation. Another suggestion is that he could have been an heir to a fortune and was gotten rid of <clears throat> to make way for someone else seeking his inheritance. Um, so, you know, with also with that said, there is the. Uh, issue regarding you know when people came in there the ladies that came in there to speak with them he actually had a conversation with them you know yeah and then why was he not willing to speak with anybody else who were these people and why did they suddenly leave you know you know one of the words that he he um mumbled was triste right yeah you know in spanish that means sad that means sad yeah yeah maybe he was maybe he was sad you know and uh, they mistook it as a town in Italy or whatever. They're like, oh, he must be from this town in Italy or something like that. But maybe he was trying to say, like, hey, I'm sad. <laughs> and what, no, you know what? Strange enough, maybe he was. Maybe he was. We don't, mm-hmm. like, nobody knows what he was, you know, what he was trying to say. The other, like, there's other uh, theories that maybe he was, um, he had some type of uh, mental issues, brain damage, you know, at the time. But then, you know, the question then is, why were his legs amputated? Yeah. And why was he left there, you know, on the side of the, uh, you know, on the beach? Was it, you know, I remember they saw a ship while uh, on, in the, you know, in the back while he was found on the beach. Maybe, yeah. maybe the guy had an accident. Uh, you know, maybe he was part of a crew. There was an accident he had. Uh, they, they had to cut off his legs and the, sta- and the crew's just like, we can't take him. You know, we just got to leave him here. Right, right, right. Which yeah, that makes a, sense. You know, an awful way to, you know, to do to, to your, you know, castmate. Yeah. Um, 
and or maybe they uh maybe they they didn't survive as well you know maybe they died and um he was he was left alone you know i mean it sounds like it was something vicious where um you know obviously his legs were amputated like was there some kind of accident where maybe like his crewmates you know try to get away as as well or or try and get help and maybe they didn't make it as well yeah and 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 the other part is like you know you got these ladies that came in to speak with them Mm -hmm. and this is going to sound cruel but you know who knows what happened but you know you got your let's say they came in and they were relatives of him you know let's say sisters right well if they see somebody else taking care of him you know they might say i don't even though this is my brother, he's doing okay. I, I don't have the means to take care of him. I don't want to suffer yeah. that burden, um, you know, because he's, you know, it would be, and it might not be that much of a burden, but still you'd have to take care of this person. Uh, you know, technology wasn't the way it is now where, you know, you could, somebody with no legs might be able to function fairly decent. And maybe, maybe they could function dif- fairly decently, mm. but they just don't want to deal with the burden. So they're like, he's doing yeah. okay. We're, we, we now know that he's living an okay life. We're willing, we're at peace and we're willing to go and not come back, which personally I think mm-hmm. is kind of cold, but you know, who knows why they wouldn't want to take care of him. Um, yeah. That's another theory. No, I don't know. You know, it's like you said, you know, back then it was a lot more difficult, you know, to, to care for somebody, you know, it's um, again, we don't know the whole history of the family. Maybe they were poor and um, you know, they're like, Hey, we just can't take care of this guy, you know. Sadly, like I said, he's he's our brother, and we love him, but there's really not much we can do. And it seems to be better off here than with us, anyway. So, you know, like you said, maybe they went there to to um, <clears throat> you know, what's the what's the word for closure? I guess to you know, like, hey, you know what? We know he's he's alive at least, you know, and he's doing well. You know, we thought he was probably dead, and here he is. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm just trying to look at some of the other theories. There's some crazy theories about like, you know, how he ended up there. And it's just the whole situation is, it's unusual the fact, you know, I think a big part is it's, well, I think the whole thing is just weird and unusual. Yeah, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird old story, you know, like, no, I've never heard of him. No, you know, legs that are recently amputated, a guy that Mm. won't talk, you know, or can he talk, even though he says things now, now and then. They heard him have a I mean, he could have been somebody. He could have been really traumatized, you know. I mean, I'd be traumatized. Yeah. Suffering you know, P- back PTSD. Then, yeah, I mean, back then you 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 couldn't go to a shrink or nothing mm-hmm. like that, you know, go see psychiatrists or get psych- psychiatric help because you know it just wasn't available. And it was also um kind of looked down on as well. Yeah, um like I said, I I think I, I, again, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I, it's just, I just go on by, you know, what, the, what the story says, but I think that my theory, my theory is again, what I'm going to say is there was an accident that happened on that boat, which made them, you know, they had to, you know, maybe he slipped, fell, broke his legs. There was, you know, cause you know, you're on a boat. So accidents happen something to the point where they couldn't fix them. They were just like, we're going to have to amputate your legs and they can't take the burden of, you know, carrying him all the way back to where they were from, you know, going back on the boat. So they left him there on the beach. And that's it. I, I, yeah, it's a it's a crazy story. And it's one that I know we're never going to have an answer to. This is so old, but it's very yeah. interesting. Like, who was this mystery man? 
who was Jerome? Yes, who was Jerome or Jeremiah? You know, the other letter. Yeah, Jeremiah. So that was the other thing. He got that letter and just threw it in the fire. It's like, come on, brother. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want, I don't yeah, like he, he had a lot of anger, that guy. Yeah, he did. I mean, that's, that's a lot of years of anger because, like, look, Jose, they found him yeah. in 1863, right? He didn't die until yeah. 1912. Yeah, that's 51 years. Yeah, that's 51 years of, of the guy just being angry. Suffering. Yeah. Of suffering, you know, that's a long yeah. life to, I mean, we don't know how, how, how many years prior to that he was, um, am, you know, he had his legs amputated, but yeah, no, if he was discovered in 1863. It, it, it wasn't, mm-hmm. they found him with his leg recently amputated. So it was recently, all right, so, I mean, even still, it was 51 years, you know, that's a long mm-hmm. time. You figure like maybe a, a couple years or so. He was an old guy already. No, that, no. When they found him, are you looking at the pictures? Yeah, that's actually that's when he was older. He was he was born in nineteen thirty. When they found him, he was in his mid to late twenties. So he was. Oh wow, man, that's terrible, 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 man for for a young man to be living like that. Yeah, for such a long time. But the like the again the crazy thing is he didn't say anything. Like, what is he trying to hide? You know, again, the other yeah. the other theory was that he may have had um, some type of um, uh, mental disability where he couldn't say anything, and you know that makes things even you know sadder. But it's just it's an unusual story. Yeah. What's well, like I said, you know, he's probably so traumatized by what happened to him that he just you know he, he was incapacitated, you know, to even like speak. Now, I mean, and it just, happens, you know. It's it's just that kind of a a, um, a shock to your system, you know, to see, you know, who knows what happened, you know, exactly, you know, maybe he saw, like you said, his, his other castmates die as well or something. It was just too much for, you know, his poor, his poor man to, to, yeah. to see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about PTSD. So, I mean, you know, who knows, but I guess the guy just shut down for 50, 50 something years. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Man. Sad, sad well, story, man. That's the creepy. Uh, that's, that is our creepy story. Our creepy on you and, and, you're you're right sad story uh well with that said that actually ends our podcast for today um if anybody has any geeky or creepy topics you'd like us to bring up please feel free to email us at geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com that's geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com if you want to tell us your theory of the creepy topics we talked today uh including the uh the chupacabra the little guy that was walking across feel free to email us I'll include a link so you guys can take a look at that. What the what the uh, pilot saw as he drove by. Tell us what you think that was. With Jerome, what do you guys think was going on there? Why why was he so quiet? Was he hiding something, or was it as uh, uh, Jose and I have been thinking? It might just be PTSD. Um, so if you have any theories, feel free to email us. Jose and I were talking that in the near future we will be uh, hopefully doing some giveaways on uh, for you know, some old school gaming games so we're going to look into that and probably start that up in uh, in the near future uh with that jose are there any uh final parting words uh just my usual i hope everyone has a great week a great month you know it's a new month and we're getting closer to that warm weather so you know if we have any cold weather just remember that it's almost over with amen so everybody, thank you so much for listening. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Jose and I do this not only for the big bucks, but also because we enjoy doing this and we enjoy when people listen to our 
dumb opinions. Until next time, Jose and I, we wish you all the best in life, love, and gaming. Good night, everybody.